When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. <laughs> Rose Tico, was she not like the worst character yes. in the most pointless, inconsequential? <laughs> That's not a critique because you're talking about. No, she, you're not saying. You're not saying. You're not critiquing something that actually happened in the movie. You're saying something that you would have wanted to see in the movie. So that's not a critique, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, true. I mean, so you're mad that you didn't get to see what you wanted to see. Right. You can't critique it that way, that, right? Yeah, that's a wish list. That's yeah, that's and that's why a lot exactly. of people. That's that's why. Well, and also at the same time, on that you know that other side of the coin, you know that's why people give these movies bad reviews because it wasn't what they expected. Which is what happened right. with The Last Jedi, dude. Right. Yeah. See, yeah. for us, we're like, our critique is Palpatine should be fucking dead. <laughs> like, that's a critique. Yeah. <laughs> Not, right. yeah. oh, I wish Palpatine would have done X, Y, and Z, <laughs> and then blah, 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 and then we could yeah. have seen the Force Ghosts you know, come together as I one. I mean, it's almost, something. It's, it's almost <laughs> me uh, come complain. I like that voice, though. It's almost me complaining about Snoke being dead so fast. You right. know, it's... it's it, 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 you didn't like that. No, huh? I didn't, but it's like, that's not really a critique. That's just like what I expected. Like, I built up in my head, like, oh, he should be a more important player. Yeah. Although... Um, I mean, that's because you wanted itself. Luke to throw down, and he yeah. didn't. Yeah, no, yeah. I get what you're saying. And then, it, and then that gave us Palpatine because Ryan yeah. Johnson went ahead and killed the bad guy, and then oh, we have to come up with one. But hey, there's there's definitely a lot of problems with it, but uh, but we'll see if it falls on any of our list because Ooh. we are doing our top ten. Movies of 2019. It's our yearly show where we go and celebrate the year of film. And it's where we drag in my cousin by marriage, Mr. Vinny. <laughs> my cousin Vinny. Vin- yes. Oh my God. I, I just got that. My cousin Vinny. Once a year. Hey, the two I'm youths. Making a parents. Yeah, two youths. <laughs> two youths like these. Yep. This is the fourth year in a row yes. Vinny has been on for. Our top 10 of the year show. Me and Vinny an honor. started it in 2016. Uh, both of our number ones were so maybe La, La I'm Land. The guest. Yes, you're the guest. <laughs> for, uh, for this one show, yes. <laughs> for, for this one show, Dave. Uh, no, but I just want to you know, let the fans know that you know, Vinny goes back, man. He, go, Go way he back. goes back. He's been on every single end of year show. And uh, we appreciate that. And uh, I love celebrating movies with you, man. So I'm really, too, man. I'm really excited to hear what your thoughts were on this year and what your movies were uh so yeah i mean uh it's 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 gonna be very interesting uh as you heard before we're a little uh divided on rise of skywalker uh so the conversation continues yep (laughs) it should be interesting what uh Whose list it's on, if any, and uh, yeah, we should. Uh, be, it, it should be interesting. So, so you saying best of the year or worst of the year? Uh, no, no, I'm uh, saying best. Ooh. I'm saying best. Right. I know. Come on now, <laughs> Dave. Don't get too crazy. Yeah, but I do want to say. I want to say, Vinny. I always appreciate. This is our. I think my third time with Vinny. Uh, for yeah, the year, I think so. Yeah, year I think so. You always you've got a great taste in movies and always have interesting take, and you see things that I don't see. 
Uh, so it's great to have that third voice there for Thanks, bringing man. in something new. Yeah, it's good because we all got different personalities. And yep. we, that's the yep. thing. Different perspective of different yep. movies. And I think all three of us have movies that we still probably have wanted to see for 2019 that we haven't gotten to yet. But, yep, you know, definitely. that's just the way it goes every year. You know, we're normal guys that have uh, day jobs. <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> we're not going to see every single movie. All yep. right. That's just... That's just the reality of it. So yeah, and I was telling um, these guys, just at least for me, my tastes have sort of been shifting a little bit. Um, so I'm less into certain things, but uh, so that might be reflected on my list. I just went by the things that made me happy this year. My the top ten movies that I had got the most enjoyment out of. That was I, that was like my it. criteria. The top ten I, I, that hit you personally. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man, I, I like, like that it. a lot. It made, it made you happy. Absolutely. You know, that's I I I, I respect that. Uh Vinny, uh you know, what I mean, we've we've gone through 2016, 2017, 2018, 2019 now. I mean, how do you compare I mean, these this years. Year, this you, you year think this year was probably last year was bad. Yeah. Last year, but this year was actually hard to pick a top 10. I feel yeah. like I feel like this yeah. year was one of the best. I'm struggling a little bit, yeah. like, right? Like well, Compared, well, last year. So what, you're saying last year was a weak year. I feel like last year had some weak movies. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought the same. What yeah. one? Be- didn't like Green Book won Best Picture, which Green was Green Book won Best Picture. It was a good movie. Uh, it was a good, good movie, but yeah. nothing like blew me away. Right. Really. You and me, I think our we had the best. This, this. Our number one was First Man. Your number one was yeah. First Reformed. First Reformed, yeah. Um, which was an outstanding movie. I think that was my number. three. Three, I want to say. Yeah, I didn't get to see um, it. Yeah, yeah but uh, did but, you ever get around to it? No, no. sorry, nah, that's fine. It's still. But Blade Runner twenty forty nine was like our two, right? Uh, that was our two the year before because oh, all three of us had Dunkirk number Dunkirk, one. Dunkirk uh, and Blade Runner. That was a hell of a year, wasn't it? That was a good year. And yeah. I gotta say, before revealing my list in twenty nineteen, I think twenty eighteen had my weakest number one. I loved the first man, but I'm gonna say this right now. I think it had my weakest number one. Yeah, I'd say. It's much as I love First Reform, that's that's kind of a weak one. I haven't, I think I maybe rewatched half of it, and I'm like, yeah. That, oh, really? Yeah. Would well, you change it if you can go back? Maybe, but again, if I did put that list together, it's, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, yeah, maybe First it's, Man. It I don't is know. a tough watch. Though. I don't know what I my mean, number two was, but yeah, yeah. This I, year there was more enjoyable films. I think. I, I don't know if there's a. I think there's a couple of cl- all-time classics in this one. That's what I'll say. This yeah. year? Yeah, oh, I think wow. so. I think there's, there's there's at least two that I. Well, no, there's maybe maybe three or possibly four that I think that have a lot of rewatchability. Yeah. yeah, I remember last year you had uh, the Mule on your top ten. Yeah, and I went and watched it and I liked it a lot. It's a good man. movie, right? Yeah. I was surprised you had it, and then I went back and watched it. And it was I was good. surprised how much I liked it. And then the one, actually, one of the things I didn't get to see Richard Jewell, which I really want to. I'm I didn't gonna, get to see but, that either. Yeah, or 1917. So is is Clint Eastwood like Woody Allen now, mm-hmm. where he comes out with a movie every year? Guy's Dude. made like 50 movies, right? Yeah, yeah. I think he's just trying to knock him out, right? Yeah, <laughs> this guy's like 85 years old. But as opposed to Woody Allen, though, Clint Eastwood movies. Are in the forefront usually, like they're usually better um, marketed. Yeah, he you know? gets they're... he gets screen, he gets distribution. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I don't know if it's yeah. just his name or, but I think overall quality. I mean, I don't know that. I mean, I haven't watched all of his movies, but they seem to at least have a base. I'm gonna go watch a Clint Eastwood directed movie. It's gonna be pretty good. You know, yeah. it may not be the greatest movie ever, but it's it's gonna be decent. And from what I when I heard of Richard Jewell, it was really good. So yeah, which is a story his, that I think needs to be told. I heard his war movie that he came out with was really bad, though. What was that last one that came out? Oh, you know um, what I'm talking about? What the one on the train? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Supposedly you that was saw really that, right? Yeah, I saw it. It wasn't that bad. No, no. I mean, not great, but I like Sully. I Sully was pretty good. That was one of his last really good ones. 
yeah, Tom Su- Hanks. Yeah, Sully was good. Uh, um, and yeah, I mean, you know, obviously American Soldier back in I think twenty thirteen or something. Yeah, so I mean, he's. I mean, he, American he, Sniper. Yeah, American Sniper. I was like, yeah. what did I say? Soldier. I was oh, American like, what the hell? Soldier. <laughs> I was like, did I miss this one? Yeah. Um, oh, that was a good one. But but yeah, I mean, he 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 comes out of that. But I think yeah, n- none of us have seen Richard Jewell yet, so it doesn't even matter. You guys show. interested in it? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I, want, I really want to see it. Yeah, um, I want to see it. Supposedly that uh, the newcomer, the guy that plays the main guy, supposedly he's a great actor. Yeah, he's uh, he was in Itania. Uh, yeah, he was in. Yeah, yeah. he was. Um, yeah, he was the. Uh, the he's such a moron in that movie. And he was hilariously yeah. stupid in that film. It's yeah, it's so good. Yeah, a standout actually. Did you see I Tanya? Yeah, I did. Oh, okay. I, I like the guy it. who was it. the the goon. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah he's okay, goofy yeah, yeah. dude. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's getting interviewed and he's just like getting nervous, <laughs> like, <laughs> swallowing. <laughs> but and so. Sam Rockwell's in it, so you can't go wrong with Sam Rockwell. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah, with uh, with with Richard Jules, absolutely. So I can't wait to see that. But uh, yeah, but it'll the, be interesting. But since none we of haven't saw it, it will so. not be on the list. <laughs> so let's talk about the movies that we have seen, guys. Yes. <laughs> um, so yeah, let's just let's get into it. You know, it's going to be some conversation here. So might as well just jump right into it uh at number 10 dave what do you have all right and uh, hold on we're doing the what are we doing whoopsie or what was oh yeah so if one of us has uh the movie higher so say dave has my number four i'm gonna go whoopsie or uh <laughs> well, we gotta do better than whoop, that whoop, whoopie <laughs> no, I, thought we, I thought we did a whoop 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 <laughs> whoop <laughs> so we're gonna make a noise if uh, we have one higher because we want to discuss it later. Uh, so if Dave's number ten is my number five, I'm gonna go, Ooh! and he's gonna say, and he's gonna say, okay, my bad, Ben. I apologize. So yeah. we're gonna wait we will, for you. Then? We will talk about it when it comes up on your list. Ooh. Excellent. All, All right. right, kick this thing off. Yep, your number my 10. number ten. Wait, wait any um, honorable mentions? Yeah, we yeah, but uh, we'll save that for later. But yes, if okay. you've got any, we'll we'll definitely round honorable yeah. mentions. You got a couple? We'll we'll do it after. Oh, okay. yeah. I'm sorry. Later. Is that all right, Dave? Later. We'll do it later. <laughs> we'll do it later. Sorry, man. <laughs> I, I, I thought we did that first, but my bad. Uh, yeah, we'll leave them for later. All right, so I'm going to kick this thing off with a musical, Rocket Man. That's number 10 for me. Anybody? That would... is actually my number 10 as okay, well. Okay, excellent. Yeah. I, don't have, I didn't Not see it. Not on your list? You didn't, oh, didn't see it? I didn't see it, no. You know, I... I wasn't all that interested in it. It was kind of a wife pick. We went, and I thought, this is really enjoyable. And yeah. it, I learned something about Elton John that I didn't know, which is, at first, uh, to say he's not just a singer and a piano player. He was kind of, at least in the way the movie portrayed him, is he's a musical genius. Yeah, absolutely. And I thought that was really interesting, and I didn't know how much of a freaking drug addict he was throughout his whole life. <laughs> like, I learned that he did a lot of drugs from this movie. <laughs> oh, 100%. Yeah, that's uh, that's the life lesson in this movie. He was completely, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Stay away from drugs? Yes. Or do drugs and become rich and well, sing good? the lesson is, uh, well, I mean, the theme essentially was that he never he was never loved. Not by his family, his parents, he had bad relationships, and he finally found that later. It was basically a quest, a hyper-talented person who couldn't not be, who, who was never loved. And that took a real toll on him, and he never, it took him a long time to find happiness. And yeah. that was really interesting. Yeah, I, I, I love this movie a lot. I think it did a lot of things that I wished uh, Bohemian Rhapsody did. Because uh, I think Bohemian Rhapsody was actually my number 10 last year. And I, I, I liked this better. I liked this better than Bohemian Rhapsody. I think it it delved deeper into 
it was more honest, I think. It was more uh it was more raw, you know. It was uh it it, it just but at the same time there's this like uh mystical element to it where yeah. you know the, the movie was not the movie was dealing in fantasy or right, I don't know what yeah. you want to call it. Or I think as uh, if I can remember, Ryan Terry called it a rock and roll fever dream or something like that. <laughs> yes. So it essentially it wasn't, it, it did things where he would float yeah, and yeah, play yeah. and it was definitely, you know, fantastical. Right. But a very enjoyable and yes. not, you know, it's not the kind of movie I typically want to watch, but I, I was highly entertained all yeah. the way through and thought it was, you know, good quality. Yeah. And I liked that it wasn't cookie cutter like Bohemian Rhapsody was or anything like that. It was very, again, raw. And, you know, people ask Elton John about it and he's like, well, I didn't, li-, you know, asking about like the R rating and stuff. He's like, I didn't live a PG 13 life. Yeah. Like I, mm-hmm. I led, I led an rated R life. Like yeah. what's funny is, is they're directed by the same person supposedly, right? Uh, n- Cause they said Brian Singer directed Bohemian Rhapsody, but then he, they remember they switched directors. Yeah. So this was the original the director that did Bohemian to, Rhapsody. To Dexter Fletcher, which whom I don't really know. Yeah. This was the guy that supposedly originally did it before Brian or Brian Singer got fired. Right. Well, Brian, yeah. so uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, Brian Singer got fired. Yeah. Um, and then this guy that did rocket man picked up, right? It's the same director. Oh, is it? Yeah. I, I didn't, which is I, funny I because that one's that. supposedly by the books and this one's kind of, Right, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they're by they're by the same person, same director. Yeah, I'm gonna have to look that up. Uh, Although Brian Fletcher. Singer celebrated when uh, he won Best Actor, like he took credit for it. <laughs> well, like that's my movie. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, even though he got fired. Yeah, it's like, come on, man. Um, <laughs> but uh, I mean, I'm not. I, I'm. I, I don't mean to, you know, correct you, but I'm not seeing that he was. Uh, <laughs> Uh, director, but oh no, a- I'm I'm in his actor credits. Nope, still nothing. But uh, <laughs> how was anyway. the uh, how was the lead? Taron Egerton was great. Right, I, right. I I can see him getting nominated for best actor. I don't think he'll win. And as, he sang in this. And he, he did a good job. He actually oh. sang the song. I respect that because yeah. the Bohemian Rhapsody guy didn't. Yeah, although the, no one can sing like Freddie Mercury. Either. But you could at least try. Yeah. No one could sing like Elton John supposedly, but this guy at least tried. I mean. The, the, the Just thing, like Walking Phoenix or Walk the Line, at least he tried. I, I don't think uh, Rami Malik should have won for Best Actor for oh, Bohemian yeah. Rhapsody, especially since the Oscar clip they used uh, for him was him lip syncing uh, oh, <laughs> Freddie Mercury's song. I was like, really? Yeah. Um, but anywho, so yeah, Rocket Man, very enjoyable film, uh, very, very entertaining. I can't believe me and Dave had uh, the same number ten. The only thing we're going to agree on for the Pro- rest of the night, probably. <laughs> uh, Vinny, what's your number ten? Um, my number ten is probably won't be on any of your list. Us. Jordan nope. Peele's Us. Didn't make it on mine? Actually, you, I didn't see it. So. Oh, you didn't see it? I did not see it either. You didn't see Us? No. Nope. Did you see Get Out? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, I mean, this is Jordan Peele's sophomore effort, written and directed. Um, sell I us mean, on it. Let me sell you. So, <laughs> best One of the best soundtracks of the year, for sure. Okay. But um, So, basically, you have a family, and long story short, I don't want to give away too much, but there, there's a home invasion, and they look just like them. They're basically doppel, doppelgangers of right. their family. And uh, you start to learn more about what they're there for. It, honestly, the more you watch this movie, the more things you notice, which is what I love. It's a lot smarter. The first time you watch it, you're like, okay, I thought it was good. And then the more I watched it, the more you realize they call them the tethered. 
mm-hmm. the other people that look just like them and uh, they move just like them and they like things just like them. You'll notice things on their T-shirt or certain things they'll say that the movie, you just notice new things, different details that Jordan Peele put in there. And people compare it to like a Twilight Zone episode, okay. you know, it's like a, a well, because he does, well, he's doing Twilight, and that is kind of one of his things. Yeah, right? yeah, the his Twilight style. Zone. Yeah, he did the the show. Um, is this movie pushing too hard on the metaphor? It's not okay. People they're looking too much into it, and they're pulling as much. Like, yeah, us means uh, U.S. and um, you know, they're just basically just coming up with different propaganda. It honestly okay. has one of the best female lead performances. Of the year, which is Lupita Nyong'o, dude. Gotcha. If she get, doesn't get nominated, it's because of the kind of movie it is. That good, huh? Because it's a horror yeah. horror genre? It, but it's not that scary. It's funny, too. Okay. It's kind of like Get Out. It has comedy yeah. and it has yeah. horror. What do you like I, better, Us or Get Out? I actually liked Us more, dude. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Get I, Out got all the hype. Get Out got hype because it was his first movie. I feel like he. Yeah. I, f- I feel like um, people knew who he was, and he had the resources, and he had the creative freedom. I heard in this one, they just basically said, "Make whatever you want." And um, I, I feel like it's a little smarter. Get Out had its you know social commentary, and this one does a little bit too, but it doesn't beat it over the head as much. Okay. Um, but yeah, man, Lupita, if she doesn't get nominated, I'm gonna be pretty upset. She, she creeped me out even in the trailers. Like, dude, what she does with her body is just she's doing this physical weird. Her voice, her voice is just so deep and creepy, and yeah. and, um, and and she plays both roles pretty good. You know, the normal lady and then the tethered version of her. But you, the more you watch it, the more you notice. And yeah, man, I, I I was actually pretty impressed. Jordan Peele was not a one hit wonder for sure. Nice, that's good, man. All right, yeah, I'll definitely have to be checking that out now. Um, uh, so, yeah, that's your number 10, right? Excellent. That's uh, my number 10. Good yeah. stuff, man. Uh, my number 10 was Rocket Man, as I said. Dave, what's your number 9? So my number 9, uh, one of the things I mentioned just a little bit ago is a bit of changing taste, and it's leaning a little bit more towards popcorn, and I think this movie uh, exemplifies that probably more than anyone on the list, which is John Wick 3. Have you guys seen this? I have not I seen it not. yet. Okay. I've I seen the first either. two, and I meant to watch this. I know I even had you watch all yeah. three to well, do a review on it. Exactly. <laughs> we were scheduled to go on a show that somehow it fell apart. And oh, yeah, that's right. Preparation, we were, yeah. I watched it because it was leading up to John Wick 3, if I remember that right. That's right. I watched. Yep. The, I hadn't seen any of them. Watched the first two. Yeah, we watched yeah. it. Bef- and then that one that was coming out of the theater, went and saw it. And It, it just, wasn't Robin Slim, was it? Uh, no, it wasn't Robin Slim. It was somebody else. Okay, well, it might have been Robin. Slim. I don't know. No, I don't think it was them. It was yeah. someone else. Okay. But uh, and uh, it's it's an it's an orgy of violence of highly choreographed, just crazy violence. It's like if you guys have well, you saw the first two. It it steps oh, yeah. that up. There's no story <laughs> at all. There is zero story. It's just it's Keanu Reeves shooting, punching, throwing axes at people, dodging things in just a highly choreographed way. For the first, I don't know, hour, it's just yeah, your mouth is open just watching it like, Jesus Christ, this is crazy. So, yeah, I, I got a lot of a lot of mileage out of that. I would definitely recommend anyone just, oh, the first one has somewhat of a story. The second one, not as good. But the third one, I think it, it, it stepped up and, and it just took... It, 
it's almost like watching a video game where you're like, okay, I grab the guy by the shoulder, throw him down, blow his head off, got the next guy, <laughs> I dodge it, I pick up the next guy, I, I, you know, I kill him. There's a dog that goes and jumps on him, and I get on a motorcycle, and I, it's like it's like non freaking stuff. And how did it, uh, Ke- Keanu Reeves? It seems like all of a sudden just stole everybody's heart. Like I, I love Keanu Reeves now because of this. Uh, like, franchise, I yeah, think. Toy Story uh, 4 he was pretty good in, too. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. It's exactly. so funny. But yeah, they say it has some of the best action scenes ever filmed. It's great. Yeah. It's uh, something about a library scene I think I yeah, heard about that was amazing. That's it. Yeah, that's one of them. Library compared to Kingsman's church scene? Would... Not as hectic. It's a little more deliberately paced. Because like that one is more just, well, there's blaring music and it's like sped up. And it's this in a church. Right, in a church, yeah, right? So it's not quite like that, but very similar to where the, the choreography, I think that's the best way okay. to... The way everything is... Good fight choreography, yeah. for sure, yeah. But it's not like, you know, a few punches. It's like a string of <laughs> things that like go down through a building and then downstairs or, you know, something that's just... There's it, some one-shots in there? Like yeah, there are. Takes? Oh, yeah. really? It's great, yeah. That's it's, cool, it's man. It's... it's it's horrifically violent and just highly entertaining. So that's yeah. that's all I've got on it because there's no content really to speak. I mean, of. we put Fallout on our list the last year. <laughs> yeah, it was. that was I think another it made one. Like number two or three. Uh, yeah. yeah, it was pretty high on my list. Which so I, sometimes you just want some action, some good action. Yeah, and you, you saw this in the theater, right? I did. Yeah, yeah. I did. and oh, I'm sure that crazy, was just man. In, yeah. in, intensified the experience. Took the wife with me and she's like, this is really violent. <laughs> I guess it's crazy. And then people talk about Joker being too violent, but you got John Wick knocking out like a hundred guys yeah. in the library. And it's, I mean, at it's some okay. point, it just doesn't matter. You yeah. know, like yeah, once you kill 20, who cares about the next 10? They're just henchmen. <laughs> yeah, I know, exactly. So yeah, it's John tough. Wick 3. Yeah, now I, I really want, I'm probably going to watch it tomorrow. I'm off work. I'll probably just flip it on. Just and, throw it on? Yep. Expect nothing but, a, but carnage. And yeah, I mean, that's essentially what they all are, though. I mean, it's just they're fun to watch. I think uh, it's funny because I think the first John Wick I watched it on TV like a couple years ago, and I was like, "Oh my god, I love action movies!" Again. <laughs> I, know, I, right? I, I, I went back and watched like Commando and Predator and wow. Cobra and all those old action. How movies. was Cobra? Cobra's uh, painful, Bad, yeah. <laughs> but it's fun. You yeah. know, it's it's you know it's. But John Wick doesn't pretend. I think that maybe the difference what you might get from other action movies is this one doesn't pretend to do anything or to establish right any of the bad. It's just now they're gonna kill you and you have to survive and kill them. That's right. the basics. Yeah, and that's okay. That's all it is. Good enough. Yeah. <laughs> and Ian McShane's in this. Oh, one he's again. great. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> yeah, there's a little bit more of the sort of the rules about. You remember this? How the you know when you're in the building, you're safe. And you're outside of the building. It right. continues on with that sort of stuff. Okay, cool. Yep. Yeah, I can't wait to watch it. All right, so that's your number nine, mm-hmm. Vinny. What you got for number nine? My number nine, Peanut Butter Falcon. That's on my short list. I I was gonna put it in my list because yeah. I but I didn't think any of you have saw have seen it. But I'm glad you've seen it. Let's talk about yeah, it. Yeah, I actually saw it twice. Oh wow! Which, yeah, honestly, it was it was kind of like the feel good movie of the year. Yeah. Um, it's if, good, man. Yeah, uh, Shia LaBeouf. Basically, so Shia LaBeouf's long story short, he's on the run. Some guys are chasing him, and there's also a, um, a Down syndrome guy that's on the run too. He escapes from a nursing home. They kind of just collide and find each other, and uh, he wants to go to a wrestling competition or right. contest, yeah, that's, and he that's uh, his goal. Takes him with them, and it's kind of like a, it's just a feel good buddy movie. Yeah, really, it's a, it's a buddy movie on the on the run, you know, and it's 
yeah, it's very heartwarming. It's it, I'm yeah, so if you glad. Don't I'm, smile during yeah. this whole movie. It was one of those movies that just made you feel good. Yeah, that's good. But it was also well done. It wasn't yeah. like just a corny movie. Like I got some, you know, indies and crazy movies on here. This is the feel good movie that just made me happy. Yeah. And Shia LaBeouf is underrated as anything. I didn't see Honey Boy yet. I but know. I really he is one of the that. best actors of his generation, man. Yeah, he he's 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 gotten. Yeah, he 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 needs to be taken more seriously than I think he yeah. gets. You know, credit for. Uh, he he is really good. Yeah. In this movie, you know, he shows a lot of heart. You know, um, also made more money than any any indie movie this year. Interesting. Really, and more profit. Okay. Yeah, and. Um, you even got a Dakota Johnson. Yeah, Dakota in there, Johnson. The Fifty Shades of Grey girl. They had more chemistry than half these romantic comedies. They yeah. said like 10 words to each other. John yeah. John Bernthal's in it for five minutes like he is in every single movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He in. plays his brother. Yep. And uh, who else? It was, Chemistry's uh, everything. Uh, yeah, John really. Hawks was in it, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he was, wasn't yeah. he? Um, yeah, this movie's... Yeah, it's it's... I, w- I wanted to have it on my list. I just I figured it wouldn't resonate with anyone. But I'm yeah. <laughs> no, it did. It resonated yeah. with me, man. Yeah. After you just have the smile on your face. If you don't, if you don't feel anything in this movie, you know you don't right. have a heart. Honestly, yeah, yeah absolutely. It's uh, I like stuff like that. I just I didn't get around to it. So now, but it's I, also well it made. Yeah. It's not like a corny, right, you right. know, let me stand up and cheer kind of movie. Gotcha. It's a well made, well acted, well written movie that also just happens to be a feel good movie. Great. Yeah, because a lot of times they get shit on for no reason. Those kind yeah, of movies. Yeah, well, well, maybe they get shit on for a good reason, which is they're just not that good. But when you get a, that combination. Well, they get they get accused of manipulating the audience. This yeah. one, they really don't. I feel, yeah. It seems very genuine okay. and yeah. very real. Excellent. Absolutely. If that makes sense. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah it's, it's totally earned. Yeah, it's earned. Like nothing's, sure. uh, yeah, nothing's forced or anything. It's, yeah. Nice. It's definitely a movie to check out. Like it's. Yeah, yeah it's definitely the sleeper. For yeah, sure, 100%. But that one kind of flew under my radar. I mean, I saw it, and then I just never went, never got, never watched it. But, uh, yeah, so I'll check it out. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so that was your number nine. My number nine is, uh, might be a little higher on yours, I'm not sure. So say whoopee uh, if it is. Uh, number My number nine is Parasite. Oh, whoopee. that's whoopee for sure. Dude. I got okay. whoopees here. They got whoopees. All right, so it's higher on so we'll save these it. guys' list. We'll save it. All right. What's your number eight, Dave? I'm going number eight, continuing on, I guess, popcorn, entertainment, and just general happiness. This one might lose me credibility, but it is the Netflix original movie, Klaus. (laughs) Klaus. It's a a Santa Claus. It's a Christmas movie. It's an animated Christmas. I always thought that was called Claus. Or Claus. (laughs) So did I. Klaus. Are we pronouncing it differently? Is Santa Claus? K-L- a U S maybe it should be Claus. I don't know. J K Simmons does the voice of yeah. Santa Claus. I'm thinking, well, she with a K. I would assume Claus. Well, well did we, they say Klaus in the movie? Santa Claus. I don't remember. I thought it was always. <laughs> I was Claus. Call it Claus. <laughs> <laughs> I like honestly, it's going to be Klaus from now on. <laughs> We're going to watch Netflix original hey, movie Klaus. I don't remember. Hey kids, Santa Claus is coming. <laughs> the Klaus. Sorry, Santa Claus. <laughs> Your presence. Well, yeah, he wasn't, but he wasn't called Santa in the movie. He was so, just called Klaus? Yeah, or Claus. I don't have to go back now. Christ, <laughs> I hate you people. It's freaking Claus. Claus. All right, so, <laughs> so it's going to number seven. <laughs> no. Well, what's what's great about this movie? This movie's yeah, great because, well, the animation is original. I watched. I just threw it on thinking, eh, whatever, we'll just see what it's all about. And I was hooked in, and um, 
Uh, J- Jason Schwartzman is the, uh, the counterpart <laughs> character. Does a really good job in that. It just tells a nice little little story, and then it, it sort of shows an origin of Santa, which is cool. And he's just basically a toy maker out in the middle of nowhere in a island in the middle of nowhere of these people that are hating each other and fighting and all this stuff. And this mailman of a kid kind of gets him to go help. It, I don't know. It's really cool. It's just, it, it builds on uh, myth-making and how maybe you could see how that story started. So, And oh, uh, it has a nice, nice feel. Good animation. Good voice acting. I just really enjoyed it a lot more than is I it thought. One, is it one of those where Santa Claus is out of commission and needs to get back? Going <laughs> no, there again? is Santa Claus doesn't exist. What you got is a man by himself who uh, I think his wife died and they couldn't have kids or something, and he just made a whole bunch of toys. He was basically a recluse. So he, this is how he becomes Santa Claus. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. So Santa Claus origin story. <laughs> so it's an origin story. Basically, yeah. Kind of hey, want to watch it, are, honestly. Kids, Santa Claus is coming. <laughs> it's a real man. It's sort of like saying it was a real man who then this is how the story began. Well, like Saint Nick or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I kind of did because that's never been done before, as far as I know. It's, I mean, maybe, but yeah, the yeah. animation looked pretty. It was good. It was different you, too. Yeah, it remind. It sort of reminded me of the old style hand drawn stuff when oh, really? things were like really exaggerated. You know, it's CGI, yeah. but it, it has that shadowing and that style of hand drawn. I saw it on there when I was scrolling. Definitely recommend it. Yeah, definitely check. When it out. you was scrolling. What's Netflix uh, and chilling? <laughs> What's your number eight, Vinny? <laughs> My number eight is Knives Out. Uh, you didn't have it on there? No, I do. I, is it uh, seven or something? No, it's by six. It's just so six. We'll, we'll talk about it's it. Just, yeah, but it's by number six. You whoopee yeah. that thing. What? You got a whoopee it. Really? All right, whoopee. All right, whoopee, whoopee. Right. I, I haven't seen it. That's my... Okay. I oh, want, I'm right. getting to it. I just so you're thinking two over, we whoopee? I just whoopee every time, no? Okay. <laughs> All right, we'll whoopee. All right, my, my number eight is Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> oh, wow. wow whoopee. Dude. Really? I'm higher than you. Wow. You're going to cheer me. So are we just talking shit about this movie before the show? (laughs) Like, it's my number one. Wow. Look at, so look at him. This is what I'm looking at. Last Jedi was, you guys had it higher than I did too. Oh, for sure. See, Ben, Ben made this ranking based on the room he was walking into. And that's the last thing I'm going to say. So what's next? (laughs) Uh, It's your number seven. Okay. Oh, Parasite. Uh, You're higher? Yeah, it's higher for me. All right, what's your number seven, Vinny? My number seven's Endgame. Didn't make my list. Didn't make my list. Really? Yeah. I wanted to throw in a... No, I'm yeah, glad you have How it, you but. felt for John Wick is how I was with Endgame. They yeah. they stuck the landing for, what was it, 22 movies? I feel like I have, you know, I have a couple problems with it, but I mean, the way they handled the characters after... I think Infinity War... And Endgame is a good one movie together. Yeah. Six um, hours. <laughs> good. <laughs> yeah, seven hours. No, man. I mean, it has probably it be maybe tied with Civil War, the best action scene of any superhero movie yeah, ever released. Sure. I mean, every time I watch Endgame, I'm da-na-da-na, and they're all running. How can you right. not get no, hyped with it? It's I one mean, of the best scenes of me, that ever. It, it, it not being on my list doesn't mean I didn't love it. No, no, I, no, no, I, no, I know, I know. I, thought this, I just had to throw yeah. in a, you know, I, I that was one that I definitely was a stand-up and cheer fanboy with yeah. that movie. I have my problems with it with the Hulk. They messed up the Hulk big time. And, oh, uh, thank God did they mess that up. Yeah, they messed up the whole big time. <laughs> and also nanotech, you know, come on. No, but it, it it really was a great finale to, you know, this whole MCU story. Uh, again, we have these movies now. If whatever comes after it sucks, 
we still have. You're these good movies. to go. They yeah. they stuck the landing with 22 movies, yeah, and absolutely. they had it planned out. I you know I, I I felt more at the end of Infinity War than I did with Infinity War is a better film. I yeah, like. should just ended with that. Yeah. Is my opinion. But, um, <laughs> with all of them dead, damn. Okay, <laughs> he's like, yeah, I hate them all. That's damn. Hate them all. <laughs> he's like, I liked Infinity War. He's like Peter Parker. Everyone was crying. I was cheering. Tony, no, but it's it, it's great. Great moment well, for Tony Stark. It's <laughs> it's a great movie for Tony it's Stark. A money grab, though. Uh, it, oh well, it, of course all these they're movies all, are. They're bro. all a money grab. Yeah. Tony dying. I feel like that was great. I feel like I wish I had Cap have a moment with Tony than Spider Man. But um, how so? Because he was his. Uh, he took him under his wing. He was his mentor. Yeah, but that was milk, dude. That was so milk. With Homecoming, they had one movie, and they had this father son bond. It was. I feel like I feel like Captain America and Iron Man had this brotherhood, and I wanted them to have a moment. Him and his wife had a moment, and I wanted him and Cap to have a moment. Instead, yeah. he had War Machine, Spider Man. And um, yeah, I mean, the, but Pepper. Civil War was really the only movie with Cap, Captain America, and, and Iron Man, other than the first Avengers. So yeah. it's like I don't know. I didn't. I didn't. You like Captain Spider Man? Yeah, I didn't feel they needed that yeah. that bond or anything. Um, what? <laughs> just, it's whenever we, we get go, into yeah. dorky stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Dave's like <laughs> well, the one. The one complaint that I had that was like a big complaint, and it's my number seven. I loved it but I'm passionate about it, is that you have this gauntlet that's made from a star. It's the only thing that can handle these five Infinity Stones, right? Right. And then you got Iron Man. He's like, nanotech. Hold just my beer. my own. Yeah. yeah like, you should have just made a weapon for right. Thor while you were at it since right. you got the power of a star and nanotech. Yeah, that's right. a great point. I also felt like in the beginning, I really wasn't buying this, 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 this world that all this stuff happened to. For some reason, I'm like, yeah, I mean, we're just sad, and you know, it was really bad what happened, and we're gonna oh, spend yeah, like the 20 whole, minutes in on the it. Five year blip or whatever. <laughs> yeah. like, I think yeah. it was like, I think it was less than that, though, right? It was like one year or two. Years. No, five years because they after they killed Thanos, really? so it's five they years forward later. To, yeah, I think. yeah, yeah, no, he's but, in, uh, yeah, you know. I really enjoyed therapy. this movie. It was, uh, I enjoyed it. My critique is I just kind of forgot about it after a month. I feel like it's the ultimate whereas, superhero movie. Whereas honestly. Infinity War, like I, we kept talking about, yeah, it, yeah. like it's just well, that's because they brought everything back and they basically <laughs> took away it, yeah. everything that <laughs> yeah. happened in Infinity yeah. War. But no, I mean this is a great. Like I can't knock you for having this on your no, top not at all. Ten. It was I'm my favorite. Had it. it was my favorite superhero movie of the year for oh, sure. 100%. I liked it better than Spider Man or Shazam. Same, same here. You know, yeah, I wanted to have a superhero movie on here somewhere. And Endgame, yeah. you can't go wrong with Endgame, man. Yeah, that absolutely. last scene, that last hour. Honestly, yeah. alone. I is, mean, the Cap taking Thor's hammer like that was just an dude, epic scene. Every time you see it, great. Yeah. like so awesome. You know, Avengers assemble. He finally says he whispered. Yeah, oh, <laughs> so good, so good. So yeah, glad you had this on your list. All right, so good stuff there, Vinny. My number seven is Uncut Gems. Ooh, whoopee. Whoopee. Oh, All right. Wow. We have a whoopee. Didn't see it. <laughs> Dave, what's your number six? My number six is uh, Star Wars Rise of Skywalker. All right. That was my number eight. No. Not on your list, no, Vinny. Make All right. It. <laughs> kind of heard us uh, talking a little bit about it before we didn't make it started, maybe. Apologize. Uh, yeah. Also, but, check out our review. Yeah. Check out our review with Dan Franco and uh, brother Matt. Uh, the best thing I could say about this movie was I think I gave it five buckets of popcorn because it was endless action i mean the, the the movie and that's i guess maybe a critique is it never stopped but uh it kept me really entertained and 
you know, to end the trilogy, well done, because I wasn't a fan really as much of for Force Awakens and The Last Jedi. I thought this one did a good job. I've got a lot of problems with the movie. I mean, it's, there's no glossing over them, but I still really had a good time with it. I w- there was very there was only a couple of times where I was just mad at it. Which is an improvement. <laughs> yeah, that's, that is a high improvement. Uh, yeah, like I said earlier, it was my number eight. Uh, mm, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, like you said, a lot of fun. Uh, gave me all the Star Wars feels, as I said in my review. Yeah. Uh, and that's what I base these Star Wars movies on. I mean, it's not like my critical right. uh, movie brain coming out. It's my Star Wars yeah. brain. I think you we know? have to maybe it's... change our, our mindset on these a little bit. You know, I think what now do you expect? I'm starting to realize with Disney, that's what I have to do. Yeah. I have to check my brain out at the door. It's popcorn. And just eat the popcorn and then you leave and yeah. just throw the popcorn. I mean, rest of it out. I love the, you know, the, the nitty gritty lore and the, uh, you know, and that's why I love reading the books and stuff. Like the books and everything are the, what's the best part of this Lucas Disney purchasing Lucasfilm uh, books and comics and everything like that. Like the best stuff that has come out of the new canon is from novels, not movies, and that's a problem. Yeah, I think. And uh, what we see on screen so far, I think you know, what we've been seeing on television, just the Mandalorian. You know, I. I, I tend to favor that. I think I said I like the finale more than Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, maybe. Excuse me, maybe a bit of an exaggeration, but and then taking the season as a whole, it was a great season. That's still Star Wars, so you know it's not over yet. These big blast blockbuster movies, I think, is where they all it all kind of loses its way, and that pressure of the trilogy and all this stuff, you know. Right. Yeah. I feel like besides like Rogue One, man, like that. I I love Rogue One. I think yeah. it's one of the best Star Wars movies. Best Vader scene for sure. Oh, I, <laughs> it, oh. <laughs> it had its moments, Rogue One, but it was it felt like a cohesive part of the saga. I think that's my problem. No, definitely. Yeah. It, it, so Disney can do it. I think just people with Rise of Skywalker, they're just like, oh, we got to take it. But they've done some, you know, they've tied things together. They actually, Rogue One made A New Hope a better movie for me. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I mean, it, it seems flawlessly yeah. into that movie. Uh, but the thing with Rise of Skywalker is uh, whether how much, you know, no matter how much you liked Last Jedi, a lot of people hated it. And yeah. Rise of Skywalker and J.J. Abrams kind of felt the need to... Make everyone happy. It and make everyone happy. Which I don't agree with. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I mean, I. You I, have a vision. You do your vision, man. Like, you right. don't. But go at the to same time, single. at you the same done time. You should have done all three, then. You should have done too, all three. Right. And you, Kathleen Kennedy, should have said, hey, we need to plan this out, this whole trilogy out, not just. Hey, yeah. all right, let's bring in the next director, see what happens. All right, now next director for episode yeah. three. Uh, yeah. Let's see what happens. And if you're going to do that, take your directors uh, to the side and say, this is where it's going to start and this is where it's going to end. Right. <laughs> you guys can put your artistic vision on that, but it's, it's gonna, the story's going to go this way. Yeah. Right. And you know, for all the things we've said against George Lucas, I understand he sold it, but... It really couldn't have hurt. It, the problem with, with Lucas was as a director, you know, moving forward, it wasn't his ideas or his thoughts. You know, have him as a consultant. Just have Aww. him. Just have him there. Right. Just just bounce ideas out. You don't have to do everything he says or anything like that. But bring him in to just, you know, have him involved in the process. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, and some sort of, 
I don't call it minor role, but some role, any role. You know, he didn't even make it to the premiere. Yeah, he even he didn't ex- go to the premiere. He even explained no. uh, right before Force Awakens came out, he said he was being treated like it was a divorce and like he was like mm-hmm. the ex girl, you know, the ex wife who was trying to, you know, still find information out and everything. Like that's how he was treated in right. all this. Like, so, like, in other words, like, what is it? Are we, you gave me the four billion and are you telling me to get lost? Or is it. You know, you gave me the four billion, and you still want me to have a role. You know, what is it? And you know, define it maybe. Yeah, yeah from what I know, like the the contract was a little sketchy. They thought that he would have some type of say in okay. how it went. Well, from I know, what I've read, I think he handed them some scripts, and they just like threw them. They immediately took them like Luke with the lightsaber and threw them in the garbage. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what okay. Sounds about that's right. Funny. <laughs> So they read it perfectly. Yeah, but yeah, perfectly. Kathleen Kennedy as a consistent story, she's the one to blame for sure. But at the same time, like, look how well Kevin Feige has done with the MCU, dude. That's I what mean, I'm saying. There's, yeah, there's but, the, but the, at the same time, there's no real emotion there. I hate to start to say that Marvel fanboys, there, there's no real. You don't no, connect. There's with the no gener- characters in the not MCU. generationally. Not as a kid. Oh wow, what Luke did to you know he was fighting Vader. That's the per- that's why I'm going in to see these movies. Not yeah, okay. So Thor's cool, but I don't yeah, care I as much. That's you know? right. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, it's it's not as because uh, there's so many of these movies. Whereas Star Wars was like this exclusive thing. Yeah. It was three movies originally. And it felt like you something know? bigger, something more important, something that was speaking directly to you, not just like some crazy action on screen, which it's basically now devolved to. <laughs> but, yeah. And I th- I just one other thing I want to say in this is I think the big mistake was just continuing this. The Skywalker. Seven, eight, nine. Yeah, it, yeah. this was a big... Yeah. When I heard this... 15, 20 years ago, however long it was, when I first heard of Lucas's ideas for this, and it was what J- was it, Jaden and Jason, or the two? It was the twins of yeah, of Leia Han and Han. Leia, yeah. Even then, I'm like, yeah, I don't want to see that, <laughs> and they just modified it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. as long as now they're gone from the Skywalker, they can try to create their own story, and Hopefully. we'll see how that goes. Hopefully. Yeah, dude, the the galaxy is huge, man. Right. Well, so Star Wars is unlimited. I Stop, mean, what we're, we're with the Skywalker, we're learning that with Mandalorian, yeah. and, and just keep yeah. coming out with these series. We have Cassian and K two S O coming out. We have uh, Obi Wan series coming out. So hopefully, yeah. you know the series kind of bring it Obi-Wan back. On. And they're still using. They're still stuck in the yeah, time period. They're still stuck stuck in the past. And you have so it's unlimited, yeah. But you know, you think they have to sell it, but the the medium of TV, I think, is like Han Solo. Who wanted a Han Solo movie? No, nobody, but uh, I got all I needed out of Han Solo in the three movies, but a Han Solo series, maybe. A TV medium is so much different, but who's playing him? That's another problem. Oh, I know, Harrison Ford, I I get that. I get that. Is <laughs> a, a gorgeous, I, beautiful man. I get that, but, but it's the only word you come up with. He's there, like a there, freaking gorgeous guy. <laughs> there's certain sto- There's certain stories though that can be told be- can be told better in a TV setting. For than sure, I understand. In a movie, yeah. you know, with less pressure and right. to just go do fun things. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Let me ask you a question though. You take out Baby Yoda out of Mandalorian. Is it still as good as it is? Yes. Yes. You feel like it is? Uh huh. A hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, Baby they're Yoda is for me Yoda. is kind of extra it's it's just like every time i see him i'm like oh my god he's so cute i love him yeah and uh you know <laughs> well he was the draw he's the one that yeah. he, he he set the hooks in your heart yeah but disney knows what they're doing with him 
And right. they're still kind of still yeah. sucking out the past of anything they can. But to Ben's point, it could be another MacGuffin, essentially. And could have worked. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it doesn't have to be baby. And again, it's not baby Yoda. Yes, it it's is the, the child. child. I'm no. sorry. Um, Yoda. So that was your number six, Dave. Yes. Right? Skywalker. Yeah. What's your number six, Vinny Malatino? Uh, you got. <laughs> don't be. Don't be afraid. You know, you, the lighthouse. Uh, uh, which we both haven't seen. That well, all the way through, anyways. <laughs> I saw. Yeah, Dave shut it off so. within two minutes of the. <laughs> he saw it was black and white. He's like, "Screw this!" I start. No, I turned it off after the first line of dialogue. Doesn't mean it was a bad movie. It just wasn't for me the, at the time. The Lighthouse <laughs> is the one movie on my list that is definitely the art house movie. Mm-hmm. It's 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 two guys trapped on an island in a lighthouse, and they get the storm comes. Basically, they're descent into madness. They're just by themselves, just them two drinking and just a bunch of weird shit going on. Um, it's one of those movies some people can call pretentious, but if you watch it, you kind of get different things. Someone could tell you it's about one thing, and the next person can tell you it's about the other. Um, William Defoe, man, he is going to get robbed of supporting actor nomination. Well, let me sure. ask you, what do you think it's about? I think it has Greek mythology themes to it. Um I would, it's hard to talk about it without giving spoilers. Um, Go ahead and spoil it, unless you're. I'm fine. Okay. Okay. Well, I, not not too much, but just yeah. I and mean, a, a, a less spoily, just an overview of a general. I think William <laughs> Defoe is essentially like gaslighting Robert Pattinson the uh, whole okay. movie. Interesting. And in, in making him go crazy, I think. Okay. Um, I kind of gathered that from the trailers almost. It just the way Yeah, he but was Pattinson's also and, not who he says he is in the uh, movie. Okay. It's just trippy, man. And it's but it's honestly one word is it's mesmerizing. You yeah. know, it's black and white, it's got the aspect ratio. Yeah, yeah. And it's just you you watch it and I'm just mesmerized by it. It doesn't really have to make sense, yeah, honestly. No. Gotcha. People get different things. The last shot is trippy. You don't even know what the hell's going on. But at the same time, the performances are great. It it definitely has a lot of atmosphere and mood to it that that definitely pushes it into being tense and them get drinking and them fighting and you don't know what's gonna happen if they're gonna kill each other if they're gonna freaking make out you don't know what the hell's going on <laughs> but um but yeah it's the, it's 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 a mesmerizing movie that you just watch and uh, it's unpredictable you know and that's what I liked about it excellent but a lot of people will hate it. Yeah, but it made some people's top ten list, so I'm not the only crazy. Oh one yeah, that it's likes well it. regarded. I just, uh, just want. I just yeah, you're either gonna it. love I it still or hate see it. it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I, it's I, got like you know mermaids. Since we're spoiling everything, it's got mermaids. <laughs> it's got you know, there's some things with uh, things that you notice because I saw it twice. So there's one scene where William Defoe says all the seagulls are past lighthouse uh guards that are dead now and you see a head of a guy that has his eye poked out and then you see the seagull and his eyes poked out so like i noticed that the second time i watched it so you notice different details of things that they say yeah excellent it's one of those movies yeah and it's director of the witch i don't know if you saw the witch did you see it the witch yeah is it good it's it's good it's good (laughs) it's it's just you gotta (laughs) It's not as artsy as this one for sure, but it's definitely um, trippy and dark. It's definitely more of a horror movie than this one. This one has its horror elements, mm-hmm. but I would say it's more of a thriller. Okay. And Robert Pattinson, the Twilight dude, is good. 
Well, I, mean, up, I, I think people need to stop calling him the Twilight well, dude. We'll call him like, Batman now. Well, that's because yeah. still people don't know who he is, which they blows don't. my mind. Yeah, they only see him as that. Uh, did you see Good Good Time? I actually just watched Good Time last week. Yeah, because I think? wanted to watch Uncut Gems, so I wanted to watch the Daft was Daft Safety Brothers. Safety Brothers. Yeah. Their their debut movie and yeah. I liked it. I thought he was great. Yeah, it. I thought it was great. Yeah, you know, like Robert Pattinson should not be slept on. I mean, just because he was in those Twilight. Movies. But William Dafoe not getting nominated Best Supporting Actor if he doesn't for an Oscar is because of the type of movie it is. Just like Nyong'o, or um, nah, not Nyong'o, uh, Lupita, yeah, Lupita, Lupita Nyong'o. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is because of the kind of movie it is. Yeah. When you watch it, I know Dafoe kind of gave you the Pirates of the Caribbean vibe. <laughs> And he does. He says a lot of lads and everything, but it's a it's a great performance, man. Uh, no, I it's yeah. You don't. This is my my own stupidity and bad attitude. Yeah, you're an you're you're an idiot. Um, uh, so that was your number six. The lighthouse. My number six is Knives Out. Okay, that was my number eight. And number eight. All right, cool. You saw and it? I haven't seen it. I'm, I'm going to get to it probably next yeah. week or two. Uh, great murder mystery. Uh, Ryan Johnson's follow-up to Rise of Skywalker. I'm glad he now has a film that... The Last Jedi. Come on, Ben. Last Let's be Jedi, accurate. Yeah. What did I say? Rise, Rise of Skywalker. Skywalker. Oh, wow. God. Yeah. <laughs> Last Jedi. Definitely get that right. Can't even release. start the review off right. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Johnson's follow-up to Last <laughs> Jedi. Um, and, you know, I'm glad he got this movie because, you know, I think this can put him back up to being one of the top directors, you know. And, writer director. Yeah, writer for director sure. for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, yeah, this is this is just one that you're engaged the whole time. Yeah. I was I had so much fun with this movie. It's 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 got some comedy element to it. It's yeah. it doesn't take itself too serious. Uh, you know, even the serious moments are are still fun. Uh, the the actress uh, I can't think of her name. She's from Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Anna Diarmas. Yes, uh, cannot you, forget. Yes, you <laughs> <laughs> never forget. Uh, she is just Jeez. outstanding in this movie. Uh, Take it easy, uh, Daniel Craig, man. Dude, he's awesome. He is with so this great. accent. I didn't know how it was gonna work, right? Yeah. But then as the movie progresses, you dig it. Yeah. What he, was the accent? Like a southern, it was like a country, country oh, yeah. southern, southern accent. accent. Yeah. But it's weird seeing him do it. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, he's like was when I saw the trailers, I thought I was going to hate his character, but yeah, yeah, I, me too. Yeah, I thought he'd get annoying. Yeah, I but loved he his character. Got the great Michael Shannon in this movie. It's got the which, best ensemble cast yeah. of the year. Yeah, one hundred percent, absolutely, and. uh it's just, I mean, Chris there's, Evans, not, there's not much else to say other than it's a great no, murder mystery. Chris Evans, is, I find him insufferable. That's my review. <laughs> no, he, <laughs> he's good. But watch Knives Out. He's good. Yeah, okay. yeah. I liked him in Snowpiercer yeah. too. I think he's, I think he's a good, good actor when he wants to be. Right. You got Christopher Plummer in there. Yeah, well, Christopher. You, Jamie Lee Curtis in there. Yeah, there's so many uh, people. Don Johnson. Don Johnson. Yeah, it's, it's it's and it's hilarious. Yeah, it's hilarious. It it it's tense. Keeps you guessing. It yeah. It's it, well written for sure. Oh, a hundred percent. And yeah, it just has you guessing the whole time. Fun movie. It's a uh, it, it's up there. It could be a five popcorn movie, Dave. Yeah, I it's, think you'll uh, enjoy. it. You can yeah. go in and have fun with it. Not think too much, but it's also well nice. made and well acted. Great, yeah. So, yeah, I just haven't gotten to it. I want to, but yeah. Plus, they don't make movies like that anymore. So. Yeah, well, they like, really don't. Well, like whodunits, yeah. 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 It's like yeah. Clue, and but like well, Adam Sandler came out with one on the train. Yeah, <laughs> no, the, <laughs> or not the train, about, uh, was, the yeah. boat. 
No, yeah, the boat. Yeah, I actually didn't yeah. mind that movie. That was, that was just one of the most stupid That wasn't but, that bad. But no, this one was. It was. It was fun. It was. It was fun. Take it easy, it was, Klaus. And you, you didn't really. You didn't really know what was going on, Santa Claus. Uh, oh, all right, so that was my number six, Dave. What's your number five uh, of the year? My number 2019. five. Yeah, uh, the number five movie for me is a movie that Vinny mentioned that he downed, which is Shazam. I loved this movie much more than I thought I would. At your number five? I didn't down it. I said I enjoyed it. I absolutely love this film, and I laughed my ass off through the entire thing. Zach Levi, I thought, was incredible. The story was good. Even it was kind of a a teen story. Ben's going to just quit now. Who is this guy? Who is this guy? (laughs) He's crawling on the floor. Literally on the floor. (laughs) I absolutely yeah, love this. This is the first movie. reformed guy. Number five. Number five. I loved it. I found it was so enjoyable. I, I don't really. It was. It was. It was, it was, great. It was fun. I had so much fun with this movie, and this, this is this part of my changing taste. It, uh, it, it was fun. When I look back yeah. of the movies that I enjoyed the most out of 2019, this is number five. I love this movie. Number five. I mean, at least it wasn't Aquaman. Well, I mean, you know, I'm, yeah. gonna, I'm not I mean, like was, I'm not betting my life on this ranking. It can might go down one or two, but it, yeah, I mean, this is where we are. I thought. Well, I like putting it. I wanted to put it ahead of Star Wars just to stick <laughs> stick something in your craw. <laughs> just one more. I have to admit um, that. I mean, I I was first of all, I was not, I'm not expecting this on your list at all because I didn't. Me even, I don't think I we didn't talked even, about it. Yeah, yeah, I don't even think I knew you. I didn't even know you saw it. See, I have a secret movie going life that you don't know about. <laughs> so you think Shazam is a better movie than Endgame, Spider Man, Far From Home? I'm saying I loved it more. Damn. I, it, you had more fun. I had with more it. fun with yeah, it and just yes, enjoyed right. it, and it resonated more with me. It, it sounds crazy, but yes. Well, God no, bless I could, you. It's it's yeah. a fun movie. Far from I home, watched I it last week for the first time. I, I do love. Uh, I saw it in the theater, which helped too. By the way, I do love Zach Levi. Levi? Yeah, Levi. 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 I don't know. Uh, Eugene Klaus 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 he's great no I mean it's it is a fun movie I, I can't deny that uh, I think it's I think it's a comedy also you know one of the funniest movies of the year it is a comedy and it and it is funny and it works for what it's going mm-hmm. for that's the problem I had with Aquaman that thing was uh, all over the place on yeah. what it wanted to be it, the comedy right, at to be least, super serious and then silly. Dude, and then, it yeah. was. Uh, don't get me started, Aquaman. At least Shazam worked for what it was. Mm-hmm. The, he's a kid in a man's body. This shit better be goofy and funny. This is like sort of like big becomes a it superhero. Was big. Yeah, it was yeah. big meets a yeah. superhero. Yeah, yeah I love sure. the first like the moments when they're first like Hilarious. he's learning the power. It is funny. <laughs> it's, it's I'm good. in the theater and I'm I'm almost like laughing involuntarily, and then I'm, <laughs> I'm imagine and then I'm. Becoming aware of myself, cracking up, but I'm like, all right, let's just go. I can't believe you never told me you saw this movie. (laughs) You don't know everything about me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I guess he's like, you don't know everything about me. Number one, Dora. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, did you see this one in the theaters too? No, I saw it on. um, Oh, because that's probably why. I think maybe I said I saw it. I saw it on free. And you just yeah right. Hey, you pay for it. Yeah, I pay for every movie. We pay for everything. We do not condone piracy. That is a federal crime. Thank you very much. And Vinny, what's your, what's your number five? I know it's going to be higher, Joker, for you. Whoopee. 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 That's your number one. Uh, my number five, I don't know if either of you have seen, my number five is Marriage Story. Yeah, uh, Whoopee. Oh, it's cool. It's my number four. I didn't see it. Okay, cool. All also right, refuse Dave. to see it. Dave, what's your number you four? You refuse to see it, really? Yeah, I just, I don't know. When us two people yell at each other for being mad and no, cry. No, that's, and it's mad. more than that. We'll get to it in a second. Dave, what's your number four? 
Mr. Shazam at number five. Shazam. Dude, right? He's this guy. He's like, yeah. he's, like, he's, like, he's like good acting. Ugh. Yeah, you know. Shazam. I've, uh, I've, I've changed. What's your number four, Dave? My number four is, uh, you mentioned The Lighthouse, an A24 production. The next A24 production that I saw just yesterday, I believe, in the theater, which is Adam Sandler in his best role since... What? Punch uh, Drunk Love? Punch, no, maybe uh, Funny Rain People. Funny People. No. <laughs> Grown Ups 2. No, I don't know. Uh, so, no, the boat. Yeah. It is, it's his best performance ever. Absolutely. Well, yes. Do you think so? Could be. Yeah. Punch Drunk Love would be you know, maybe a one and two there. But yeah, Uncut Gems. Fantastic film. Yeah, oh, my it's, goodness. It's my number seven. It's so. a movie that's sticking in my head. You Dude, know, I kept I, thinking about it. How stressful is this movie? Oh, the first 30 minutes, I was almost like, okay, I don't like this movie because it's too chaotic, and I just want to just, just like turn it off. <laughs> there's a lot of like cross-talking. Movie yeah. theater. Just turn off the movie. Yeah, I, I did hear there's a lot of people talk, the characters talk over yeah. each other a lot. Yeah, well. To make it more realistic, I mean. I think so, and just to add to the insanity of this life. So uh, I don't want to, I don't want to spoil this too much, but he's essentially a, uh, he he works in the diamond district in New York, and he has this he little has a diamond sh- store, right? But in other things, he sells stuff, and he's got this little like store in this ho- in this building, and he's trying to he's 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 a hustler, yeah. Uh-huh. He, he's, he's a scam artist, and he's a degenerate gambler. Degenerate gambler, <laughs> and he's always trying to bring in high value clients, and he's got this uh, this one assistant that he has who has who's a a, a black guy. And he uses that black guy to bring in high uh, high net worth people like Kevin Garnett, athletes, people uh, with a lot of cash. Oh, so he actually in. plays Kevin Garnett. He Kevin Garnett is plays Kevin himself. Garnett. Oh, really? Because I knew he was in the Back, movie. I thought he was just acting. Set in 2012 during mm. the Eastern Conference uh, finals, semifinals yeah, and finals. When he played for the Celtics. And oh, I just personally, I love Kevin Garnett and, and a Celtics fan. So this was like double bonus for me. And he was a good actor. There's a, actually a lot of Boston Celtic footage. I had a here. Timberwolves uh, Kevin a Garnett jersey in high school. How great was Garnett? He was really like, good, unstoppable. Yeah. Like, uh, but yeah, this movie is—it's uh, like in the movie. How is he? Oh, he's great. Oh, in the great, movie. great. Yeah, no, it's, fa- yeah. He, it's, just, it's fantastic. Yeah, but uh, he's not the focus. But it's like you wouldn't expect uh, an NBA player to walk in. It's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's really good. He's great. The Safdie brothers do a great job in this. Uh, it's filled with Sandler, tension, man. and you you just you know you're kind of rooting for his character, but at the same time you want to shake him and be like, dude, stop it right now. The guy's basically in a hole with money. And yeah, it's, there's loan sharks after yeah. him. There's you know, and this is a wealthy man, but he won't spend his own money to get out of his own hole. He's always using other people's money to make a score to to double his money or something to then pay off these other things. He's always running something. It's pure greed, pure scam yeah. artistry, just yeah. bad character. Like yeah. just there's no stopping. The theme of this movie is greed. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's. <laughs> Yeah, it's just Adam Sandler just yeah just putting himself in one hole after the other. Yeah, these um, like when displays you he, of wealth that yeah. are ugly. He's got these he's got these glass frames that are probably like twenty four karat gold, and they're probably like two thousand yeah. dollars. but they're ugly. You know, and yeah. he wears these suits and these shirts. He's got gold yeah. on his in his belt buckle, gold on his shoes, and he looks like an idiot. <laughs> but like his whole wardrobe, if you were to value it, it'd be like ten thousand dollars. Right? Or something, yeah. You know what I mean? He's got a lot of money. And he just, 
it's all this chaos going on, trying to, you're yelling at people because I need this thing to happen to me and you're holding back on this thing I need. And you know, yeah. I, I'm not doing it justice, but no, I mean, you're, you're, you're I mean, that's essentially, from what I hear, that's what it is. Like, <laughs> I, crazy, I actually read man. some people, it was like too much for some people because they were getting anxiety <laughs> yeah, and they yeah. had to walk out of this movie. It is anxiety yeah, inducing, for, for, especially to for the For me, end. it was too much in a good way. Uh, that's why it's on my list. Would uh, you watch it again? Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah. I would too. Do yeah. you think he's worth an Oscar nomination? Oh, yes. He is. Uh, just he's not going to win. Number, numbers game, he won't even be nominated. Oh, no. SAG you Award. Don't think he'll be nominated. Yeah, SAG Awards and Golden Globes. He Already came out and he, even he, he uh, wasn't Spirit even Awards because it's an indie, right? Yeah, but he, even so, Spirit if he, Awards, if, he if he's not a, if he's not nominated for a SAG or a Golden Globe, he's yeah. not going to get nominated. Damn. But Oscar. forget that. Yeah, it he's was fantastic in this 100%. movie, hundred yeah, percent. Yeah. yeah, and you get that uh, that weird that funniness from him, that rage. That we've gotten in all the serious and comedic roles. Okay, you know, so he makes the best of what he's good at. It's and, really good. Okay, and yeah. there's this one point where his, his, his wife, they're sort of on the outs, and she looks at him. He's like, "You just, you're, you're ugly. You're something." He's like, "I don't. I hate your face." Or How about like that. you look like, <laughs> looks stupid? Towards the beginning of the film, when he had bet on a game and he's watching the game, yeah, that just that scene of him, like every single, like it's first quarter in a basketball game. Everyone knows. The last two minutes are the only thing that matters <laughs> that's what in the basketball said. game. Yeah. And he's just like... Screaming. Yeah, he's just like so into it. How would you it? like to watch Great that movie acting. actually being a degenerate gambler? Uh, oh. <laughs> it's got to yeah. be tough. Yes. <laughs> it's got to be a tough watch. Nice little cameos in this movie. Also, Mike Francesa, if anybody knows him, he played the bookie, uh, liked him. And, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, really good movie. You're uh, relieved when it's over. <laughs> yeah. You get to breathe. You do. And again, I think I said this movie sticks with me. Mm-hmm. I, I was I was thinking about oh, if he did this or did that happen or he really shouldn't have done that thing, you know that kind of thing. It's kind of like well, why did they do this? I yeah. don't know. I'm, I'm, I it, don't want to give it away, but it's a credit to the filmmakers how yeah. stressful it is and you know how you know anxiety ridden it is. There are essentially no good characters in this movie. I don't think, other than maybe Kevin Garnett, he's the only yeah. one who's sort of an honest dealer in the whole movie. Yeah, you know, someone who maybe his youngest kid. <laughs> yeah, right. How yeah, many kids is the yeah. kids. Yeah, usually innocent. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, it, yeah. Really I'm definitely gonna movie. check it out, man. I'm. I was trying to get to it in the theater. You saw it in the theater? I did. I just so saw it probably yesterday. even more stressful. So good. In the theater. Loved it. It wasn't super long. It was like two hours and twenty or two hours and fifteen. Yeah. Today. yeah. I'm gonna try and check it out in the theater. Hopefully, it's still there. What uh, recommend. What number was that for you? That was my number four. What's your number four, Vinny? Marriage Story. All right. My, was my number five, Marriage Story, Adam Driver, uh, Scarlett Johansson. Uh, what you got, Vinny? <laughs> basically, uh, basically everything Dave said he wanted to avoid. No, <laughs> um, so you have a, a couple that's married that's going through a divorce. And um, it, it sounds sad, but it's also very... It, it's it's one of the realest movies released this year, and yeah. the best uh, two best lead performances of the year, in my opinion. Yeah, um, the only movie that made me cry this year and get goosebumps. There's this, there's like a twenty minute scene just with them in a house talking, just letting out all this anger they oh. have towards each other and this resentment. Yeah, and I just, think I've seen part of that, dude. You need 
if you don't watch anything, just watch this scene. Mm-hmm. Greatest acting I've seen, honestly, in years. Yeah, for me, it's it's between Adam Driver and uh, Joaquin, Joaquin Phoenix, Phoenix for, for sure. best uh, best actor. But Scarlett Johansson for, is yeah, and Scarlett Johansson. Good. Yeah. Uh, I I will not be surprised if she wins back to best actress. But yeah, it's just one of those films where it's just yeah, you you. You get what they're feeling. You you see both sides of the story. Yeah, it shows both you know, sides, which I love. You know, it's it's not one sided. It's not oh all for her. It's not all for him. Good. It's they show they show both sides and yeah, and it's know. also Ray Liotta's uh, comeback movie. Yes, <laughs> he was Ray, great in it. Right, he really was. Oh, yeah, and uh, Laura yeah. Dern was great. They play each other's lawyers. Um, and yeah, it's interesting too because they're kind of on the same page, right? And then they start getting lawyers involved, and all of a sudden this ugliness it starts mm. to come out, right? And it just has a lot to say. With you, just with them too, they were they had all their rules mapped out, right? They and had all of a sudden situated. they got everything else involved, and this ugliness comes out, and that's and that led to this scene. That man, that yeah, scene, that scene, yeah, that's that's gonna go definitely down. Oscar cut scene right there, man. And, and then uh, and then him in the bar singing. Yeah, I dug it. Oh, I love that. I dug that. it. He has this little musical I, number because he's a director mm-hmm. of for, plays. Of plays and, and she actually is an actress, which got into like her problems with together. control and everything else. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But um but yeah, he has this little uh this little musical scene that he's just singing in a mic and he's letting all these feelings out and it worked. Yeah. For it worked me, really it, good. For me, I keep going back to that. I feel I, like without that scene. I keep scene, watching that scene. Yeah, right. I think that's his Oscars <laughs> right there, honestly, that scene. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's great. Man. But yeah, you it's, just forget you're watching actors. Yeah, you really do, and it's it's really not. I mean, I could see people say it's depressing, but it's really not depressing. It's just it has hope at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's definitely it it definitely delivers a message of hope. It it you know it was hard for them to real. accept that they shouldn't be together, but it was also the right decision for them both. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And kind that's of like what, La La Land. I mean, it's, yeah, it, yeah, La La Land, beautiful movie, and yeah. they didn't end up together. Right, exactly. Um, I mean, not to say they don't end up together in this movie. Spoiler alert. Um, I mean, it's about divorce. It's like, I'm too crazy. Little late here. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, no, change my mind. But uh, but yeah, man, I I remember that scene, and I just I legit had tears running down my face, and I had goosebumps. And it's been a while. We talked about the master earlier. Yeah, yeah. Those those um. Those processing scenes with Philip Seymour Hoffman and Walking Phoenix. Yeah. Are you a liar that, or whatever? Yeah. That scene made me get goosebumps and cry too. Just just from realness and their yeah. acting, it just it got me, man. Yeah. It, it, it's it's one of the best yeah. um, best movies of the I year. Did, for I sure. didn't realize how good Adam Driver's acting chops were. Adam Driver, right? Kylo yeah. Ren over there. And yeah. what's good. funny is the director. This is based off of his divorce. Oh yeah, which you can feel it. <laughs> yeah, because he directed a movie. I think it was called The Squid and the Whale. I think it was called, yeah. and he, uh, which was about his parents' divorce, and then he went through his own divorce and made this movie. Yeah, so it's funny how he made a a, a movie about divorce from the child's point of view, which yeah. was him, and now this is him going through his own divorce. Yeah, crazy Noah Noah Bombach. Noah Bombach, yeah. yeah, and Dave's like, I sound like I want to kill myself watching. <laughs> no, movie. Well, I was just thinking like you can make make a lot of money off your own personal trauma. But there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> yeah, but it's also <laughs> therapy, dude. I yeah, feel right. like, yeah, no, I get it. I get yeah. it. So that was your number. That was my number Three, four. Think, right? Oh, four. four. Okay, yeah. so my number four. Uh, that was my number five. My number four is The Irishman. Nice. Yeah. Uh, whoopee. Whoopee. 
<laughs> What's your number three, Dave? My number three is Joker. Yeah, that was my number five. Whoopie. All right. Damn. So, What's your number three, Vinny? Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Whoopie. Whoopie. Uh, what's, uh, <laughs> we're, we're kind of circling up here. <laughs> my number Escalating. Three, at least we have the same uh, yeah. ones in the vicinity yeah. here. My number three is... Every year we get right yeah. around there. Sorry. My number three is Jojo Rabbit. Uh, I thought this film was absolutely, uh, first of all, a punch in the gut, but at the same time, it was very uh, lighthearted. It was it, it sent a great message. Uh, you got Taika Wahidi as Hitler in this movie, as uh, JoJo's imaginary friend. Um, no one knew what the movie we were talking about. That sounded pretty hilarious. <laughs> um, it just—I don't know. It just—it just hit me in all the right places. This movie did. You know, you got a kid who's brought up to be a Nazi and you know he he's just following his country and you know he he gets uh, he gets a sense of uh, conscience and morality when he finds out that his mom is hiding a Jewish uh, prisoner uh, in in their house and you know that's as far as I'll get into the plot without, you know, giving away more. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, this movie has so much heart and it just, uh, it hit me in all the feels. Taika Wahidi did amazing. The actor who plays Jojo Rabbit also has uh, Thomason McKenzie, who is in Leave No Trace yeah, with yeah. Ben, ben Foster. Great movie. Uh, she was great in this. Wait, the girl from Leave No Trace? Yep. The daughter? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. She's the one who's hidden away. Yeah, oh, she's wow. the Jewish okay. girl. She was great in that yeah, movie. Good performance yeah. here, too. Um, so. Scarlett Johansson plays his mother. Uh, you know, uh, hidden between, you know, within this, you know, great heart and stuff is just lots of humor. Uh, you got Sam Rockwell uh, playing like a Nazi um, teacher to these kids. Um, Rebel Wilson uh, turning in, in another amazing performance. <laughs> yeah, for, for real? Re- no. Re- <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I hate Rebel Wilson. Sorry. Go no. on, Ben. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, th- this movie reminded me a lot of... Um, uh, Moonrise Kingdom. It yeah, had a lot of that uh, feel to it. What you mean? Like I said, instead of like Cub Scouts, your Nazi Hitler Youth or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. it's like it reminded me. Throw some Nazis in there. There, were, there are kids you wearing brown uniforms. I love the little fat kid <laughs> with well, no Schwarzenegger on the oh, arm oh, this time. One of my one of my favorite lines is uh, what the fat kid says. I'm a fat kid trapped in a regular kid's body. <laughs> or no, I'm a regular kid trapped right, right. in a fat kid's body. And that was from JoJo's? Yes. Uh, but yeah, it just, just uh, has, a, it has a lot of heart. It, it just uh, made me smile the whole time, and I thought it was a fantastic film. It's crazy when you could say a movie about Nazis and Adolf yeah. Hitler. It made me smile the whole time. It did. It was it funny. It was a then funny you know movie. it's written good, for sure. It uh, didn't make my list, but yeah, definitely. Uh, uh, I'd say the best thing about it, it was it was amusing. <laughs> it was genuinely, genuinely was, yeah, for the subject matter. Yeah. And I think that was the point. Absolutely. Yeah. Definitely. Sorry, Dave. 100%. I wish you felt the same. <laughs> He's like, I, I made him watch better. it. <laughs> oh, you made him watch it? <laughs> yeah, that actually makes me really sad that he said Shazam He's like, I tied better. him down. <laughs> I like Shazam more than JoJo Rabbit. <laughs> Times has changed. You have to respect my changing tastes. I know. <laughs> What's your number two, Dave? Uh, my number two is The Irishman. Whoopi. That was my number four. So whoopee for him. Okay. 
What's your number two? Well, I have Joker at number five. My number two is Parasite. My number three is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, wait. Wait, so you're... No- oh, so we go to your number three. I'm sorry. Hold on. What was your number three, Dave? <laughs> I'm so sorry. My number three was Joker. And we also... also oh, well, that's a whoopee for me. Yeah, his Joker's higher. So. Okay. All right, so your number three... It's Hollywood. Once upon, uh, whoopee? I'm whoopee. Oh, wow. Okay. So I don't know how we saw so number two, Parasite. So we're on Parasite then? Yeah, okay. No, my number two. Oh. So we go now to my number <laughs> okay. three, which was Jojo Rabbit. Uh, what's your number? Yes. Yeah, so number what's your, three is Joker. <laughs> Whoopi. So what's your number three? Damn, Joker. Uh, my number three is Hollywood. Uh, Whoopi. So my number. Wait, what the hell is happening? I'm just, so confused. So I'm saying we should talk about Parasite. Yeah, talk about something. Yeah, Parasite time. Because my Parasite's yeah. number Because that was on my list as well. What was, was number seven for me? Oh wow, number eight for you? Number nine. Oh wow. So or we can go in a circle. We could say what the. <laughs> what? So, I don't know what me. happened here. <laughs> Let's talk about Parasite, directed by a South Korean director, starring <laughs> South <laughs> Korean <laughs> actors. <laughs> Parasite. What's your number two? Parasite's my number two. What's your number two? The Irishman. Oh, okay. Yeah. And that was a whoopee. Yeah, that was a whoopee. Okay, so he whipped it, uh, it early. So Parasite, let's talk about Parasite. <laughs> yeah, so Parasite, <laughs> made by a Japanese director. Yeah, it's um, South Bong Korea, Jun, man. Bong Joon Hong, I think. His yeah, name Bong Joon Hong, bro. Uh, South directed Korean. South Korean, bro. Snowpiercer and Okja, and it was South Korean. South Korean, not Japan, dude. Come on. <laughs> Sorry, man. <laughs> Sorry, uh, we're derailing here. Apparently, I enjoyed it more, though. Oh, by uh, the way, uh, just before you go, we have an episode recorded in the hopper that we recorded on Thanksgiving on this show. But that's his, uh, About yeah, the movie? We, yeah, yeah, we haven't, we have a re- we haven't released it yet. Yeah, forthcoming, possibly coming after this show or the show after this show, but coming soon. Yes. <laughs> okay. Coming in early Sorry, Tur- no, no, early no, no, 20. Talk about the Japanese guy. What's funny about uh, Parasite? <laughs> that was a <laughs> you know, I didn't watch a, one trailer for this movie. Me neither. And it yeah, was a so. perfect movie to not watch yeah. a trailer for because it's so insane. I know. It starts off with this family, and it's kind of like a comedy, and um, they get they're definitely in the lower class, poor. You would have been a great guest for that episode, by the way. So yeah, no, I I, I was texting him about Parasite for like a whole day, and. Um, yeah, and it goes from comedy to drama mm-hmm. to and and I didn't know a damn thing about this movie, and that's what made it. Honestly, it might even be why it's my number two because I had so much fun with it. And when you sit in the theater and you don't know what to expect, and anything <laughs> can happen. Oh, you saw it's this in the a, theater? I saw. I went and saw this in the me and two other people. Wow. <laughs> Would you say this is your number one foreign film of the year? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> same here. <laughs> yeah, I would say. I would say. Anyone that. see the farewell? No, but I heard that was really good. I heard it was good. Too. Never heard of it. Uh, <laughs> but Parasite, yeah, I'm liking was, this new persona. I'm, I'm <laughs> he's like, but Shazam, heard of? Um, yeah, the acting, the comedy. I don't want to like. I want people that are listening that have never heard of it to not know anything about it and just pop it in. Yeah, yeah you got to read subtitles, but you honestly forget subtitles within five minutes yeah. of watching it. It really is good. Uh, again, <laughs> Just it was, grabs you. It was my number nine. I uh, had it higher up originally, but I wanted to shove it to you guys and put Rise of Skywalker <laughs> higher. Um, but uh, par- Parasite, yeah. Great, great porn JJ. film. And uh, I did not expect to like it as much as I did. Uh, it Why? Was, 
I don't because it's a foreign yeah, film. Yeah, because uh, very low expectations, right? Yes. I, I, I felt like I was film. Some of the best movies are foreign films. Well, I honestly. understand that Vinny. they're not in English, man. You know that's a big barrier, <laughs> and it's it's not made by. Yeah. It, did you know any of these actors? I know. No, I mean you don't know the director. You don't know the actor. It's set somewhere somewhere in a different place. You got to read the movie. I honestly, mean, the director was a draw for me. Oh yeah, go yeah. because the Snowpiercer, Snowpiercer, Okja, and he directed Okja, yeah. another classic. Oh, yeah. the host, I think it was, which okay. is another one with. Subtitles. But I think in general, I mean, when I I don't find. I mean, not, not even my new persona, but just a foreign film. Oh, Christ. I mean, we did Roma. I like what we're building up this new persona. <laughs> yeah, but Roma was just a bore fest. Well, yeah, but that was, so you know, very, I think even more, possibly more well-regarded yeah, than this Yeah, because you had Campo, uh, yeah, the director, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, but anyways, but getting into it, the point is, though, whatever, you don't know what to expect, then you get into it, and it kind of blows you away, right? right. I think that's it does. where we're all where Especially we're all at. where the movie starts heading is, like Vinny said, is a comedy. and You don't you know. know yeah. Like- <laughs> and then, like, and then, yeah, it gets to that point. Well, once it advances to, and I think I said this, what, is this going to be a mass murder scene? Right. Or, or, like, what, yeah. And then, you know, yeah, it, it, almost any, it, it's, it looks like it's going one way, then another way, and then, like, well, now, like, the possibilities are completely open, and I don't yeah. know what the hell There are no, happen. yeah, honestly, if you, it's hard to pick the good guys and the bad guys, mm-hmm. and that's what I like, too. It's not really cliche. The rich people aren't bad. Like, they're good, honestly. There's really nothing wrong with them and how how they are which yeah, they're hated for what they have they're hated for the, what they have the whole I, smell thing though is like okay yeah, that was, this is the difference you know this is yeah but who doesn't smell shit and says uh, yeah but it was more than that it was no it was i mean you literally lean over and you I'm like well vinny's done so yeah <laughs> so vinny's, vinny's poor vinny's out you know? yeah. yeah sorry we dude. don't want any yeah but I'm, if I'm you think about it he has always smelt Throughout the whole movie, and he yeah. didn't get fired, so it's not like they treated him bad. He still worked with him. He still yeah, but they re- they regarded him as like a as lower lower than them. Yeah, of and course they're going to look change. down on lower class. That's yeah, what yeah. they were doing, yeah. right? But they're not these evil people. And and no. if you think about it, who was the worst people? The ones that did what they did. Yeah. The one that straight up went wild. <laughs> yeah. So that's what I like too. Is a little different yeah, twist on it. I agree. Definitely. You know, most movies they look and look like a piece of shit. The rich people and that they're tre- you know this one was kind of like whoa these kind of people are even crazier. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> you know? Something they're I, desperate people. Exactly. Well, they exactly. And yeah. they're forced. That's what I was talking about. The comparison uh, comparisons with Joker's how they react, how he reacts. To right. Them, yeah. Which was. Arthur Fleck, and we'll talk about that. But. <laughs> Coming up soon. Yeah, man. it's It was definitely a thought-provoking movie, for sure. Yeah, 100%. What, we think- didn't mention this in the review. We touched on it about the... There was some... It felt like... I think I had said something like it felt like it was made for an American audience, or at least in part, because of the references right. to American culture and all that. The Wi-Fi. <laughs> the Wi-Fi. That was funny. The Cub Scouts. You know things like that. There was there was a bit bit of references, and then I was thinking I didn't get to mention it on the review. And the more I thought about it, I was thinking all the references to American culture were from the rich family, and they're essentially pitted in the movie as kind of the bad guys. I guess maybe morally, and at least from the perspective of the poor family, try to put it that way. Yeah. yeah. So I'm thinking, is this movie, although made possibly to appeal to American audience, is it actually making an anti-American statement? Do you, you guys yeah. follow me a little bit? No, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's. Uh, I know. It was the- I, I could definitely see that argument. I mean, it's 
it's definitely laid out there. You're you like know? this rich Americanized people, and then we need to fight against that as like South Koreans because you're right. rich and you don't deserve all the wealth you have. Oh, you thought they were making them real American? Sort of, in mm. a sense, yeah. And, it, and if you're, you're adopting American culture, and that also is a bad. thing. But all our culture that we get, <laughs> Japanese, pretty much, pretty much created <laughs> with their technology. And if you're allergic, to, and they get that shit allergic to peaches, us. how dare you? The peaches, you know? yeah. Dude, Georgia peaches. Yeah, the peaches was, was crazy. Um, yeah, but yeah. No, terrific movie. Uh, I get what you're saying, though. It's pretty interesting. Yeah. No, it's. Uh, it's hey, why a, don't you listen to our review? You'll love it when it comes out in two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> when it wins best picture, how, yeah. how crazy would it be if a foreign film wins best picture? Yeah, that would be insane. This uh, one wouldn't surprise me. I, I well, wouldn't. You know, it's going to win best foreign film one hundred percent. Yeah, and I wouldn't. I would say it should probably be nominated for best picture. It was really good. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. No, I. I liked it a lot. It was my number nine. Uh, what number was it of yours? Two for uh, him. Two. Parasite was two. All right, cool. I think it's time to talk about Joker, right? Unless someone... Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, uh, what number Joker's was three it? for me. Okay. Five. Okay. Whoopee. Uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Three. One. Wow. Okay. Well, we can... Uh, then we'll talk about Joker, because that was my number one. Joker's one? Yep. Is okay. it really? All right. Let's... Yep. Let's number one. Kick it off, buddy. That was his number five, so number we'll, five, yeah. we'll do it. It's your number one? Go for it. All right, it's my number one movie. (laughs) I've seen this movie maybe four times now. Oh, wow. Uh, I thought Joaquin Phoenix was just absolutely amazing in this film. Uh, And just the uh, commentary on this movie. I mean, it's just, uh, you know, a guy who's down and out. (laughs) It's a guy who descends into madness, you know, and it, and it, it... What I love about it, too, is just it's... The story is still unclear, we don't know 100% that what happened happened in this movie. Um, you know, it, it's, uh, you know, as how pe- much was in his mind and how much was. Right. I mean, it's real, a, yeah. what a lot of people have said is an unreliable narrator uh, that's been in, you know, all <laughs> sorts <least>. of, <laughs> uh, you know, it's just, you know, you know, what what really happened here. But I just. It just the the way this movie turns. I thought the pacing was perfect. I thought, uh, you know, uh, it's one of the first times that my most anticipated the movie of the year has been anything, everything I had hoped for, mm-hmm. and it has been my number one movie of the year. Yeah, it's one we talked about for a long time, right. wanting to see. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'm just. Uh, uh, I don't know. What are your guys' thoughts on this movie? I mean, <laughs> he, obviously, it's on your both of your lists. Yeah, uh, as I said on Twitter, we did the review, and I was wearing clown makeup during the review. Were you really? Right? I mean, you know, figuratively. That's that's. I was all in on this character, on this movement, on what it was, what it was saying. You know, a man trying to live in a sick world is beaten down by society, and no one will, you know, no one, no one's going to help you, and you've got to basically like seize it. And right. and you you have to be that agent of change and yeah so I was all in on this film for what it was saying and this is still part of a comic book universe you know that's the, that's, that's my favorite part like about the kicker it, yeah. of all of it yeah yeah you have a a dark character study drama that just is a psychological thriller at the same time and it's <laughs> from a comic book character so that, even if you hate the movie you got to respect that they yeah. went there and it was rated R. But yeah, Walking Phoenix, 
Uh, it's pr- probably, yeah, him and Adam Driver toe-to-toe. I would say maybe the Master might be my favorite Walking Phoenix, and this is definitely runner-up. Um, I mean, what he was what what he was doing? Yeah, he yep. was crying and laughing at the same time, and um, just even his dancing, like everything that he was doing with his body, everything about him was great. The score was amazing, uh, really trippy, eerie score that kind of told the story by itself. This movie probably would have been like my number two or number one if I didn't watch King of Comedy and Taxi Driver right after. <laughs> and that's where I Certainly made inspired. my mistake. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think, um, remember Ben, I think it was last year or the year before that, I said War Dogs was the most underrated movie of the year. Remember that? Yeah. And I said Todd Phillips is onto some good things. And it, it was kind of a Goodfellas vibe. Like we get he likes Martin Scorsese. But if you watch King of Comedy and Taxi Driver, he. And I love the Joker. I love everything about it. I just want it to be a little bit more original because he blatantly steals actual shots right. from those movies, actual shots. So I, I love him as a filmmaker and what he's doing, getting away from the Hangover trilogy and all that. But um, I hope he does something a little bit more original with, yeah. with the way he films things and sure. his tones and everything else. But, yeah, man, I love the movie. It's It's, like you said, what it does for the comic book. Um, well, I guess I'd say I like those movies a lot, and so someone that can give me some bit of a taste of them as well, it didn't bother me. Quite Every movie as steals from much. something, but when yeah. you're stealing actual no, I, shots, yeah, dude, no, yeah. like it took it too far for me. I understand that, yeah. Although I, there's I, even I don't a scene in stealing actual shots, though. I mean, there's even a scene you can, you scene can take in, any Tarantino movie, and he has. You know, he might be the worst, right? Of that, but. and I love Tarantino. You know, um, and it's uh, you know, it, it's paying homage. It's not. It's, it's not also keeping an idea alive. I think that's also important because yeah. Scorsese doesn't have much more time on this earth, and we've was, he almost maybe could have inspired people to go and watch Taxi Driver and King of Comedy. And stuff I like hope that. he so, did. Yeah. Honestly, they're amazing yeah. movies. I mean, I'm not but comparing them point. to like J.J. Well, Abrams, who basically made a career off nostalgia. <laughs> right. Right. But you're not alone in this critique, though, certainly. You're not, yeah, like, standing I, I, alone. Like, I would not compare him to him. But what I'm saying is, is that's all I wanted was a little bit. Other than that, everything was perfect about this whole movie. Yeah. I mean, it, it, the only thing, though, like, what you're saying is a lot of things are under, under interpretation. Right. I wish Todd Phillips would shut up. Like, he's giving answer, answers. What I want us, us to come up with uh, our own answers. Yeah, yeah. People are saying, was, uh, is Zazie Beat still alive? And he's like, yeah, she is. I like the idea that he might have killed her. Like, right. just let us come up oh, with our interviews? own answers. Yeah. That's, oh, I didn't, he, I didn't he came up and said that she's alive and he didn't kill her. I'm like, that's, that's what I makes hope, it awesome. Yeah, that's why I hope they don't come out with a sequel, too. Oh, just, I don't think Walking Phoenix will do it, a sequel, yeah, honestly. I hope not. I hope not, because... It, it, I don't know what you do with just, that. Yeah, it would just be a total money grab. I mean, because yeah. I love that last shot at the end, the whole Frank Sinatra song. Dude, when yeah. he takes the blood and, and smears it, yeah, perfect. the great. greatest scene of, my, then, of the whole movie. then him talking to the psychiatrist at the end saying yeah, like I thought scene. of a funny joke you wouldn't get it right. and then he starts singing that song great. and walking away with bloody frit- yeah. fo- footprints like that's but all I, we need I want him to not answer <laughs> any questions and like there's you know people online literally screenshotting like when uh when his mother writes the note to Thomas Wayne right yeah people actually screenshot the T spelling Thomas Wayne and then the 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 little love note on the back of the picture that says "I like your smile," yeah. T Wayne. Okay, the T is different. Interesting. 
and the T's are spelled out different. So you know that Thomas Wayne did write the note on the back of that photo. So people could, can critique it. Was he just flirting or did he have an affair with her? It's up to interpretation. That's what I like about it. But so I don't want him Phillips to Phillips didn't answer that, right? But he just Hopefully not, but okay. who knows? He might. Yeah, I think uh, ambiguity is better it's left. The, it's, yeah. Especially with this movie. Yeah. And different things in that movie, man. Um, like when, he's, when he gets punched in the face by Thomas Wayne, he's sitting on the... On the, on the sink there in the bathroom, and then it just transitions to him standing on the sink in his apartment. And you're kind of like, did that even happen? Mm-hmm. It, it, a lot of things transition like that, and and it makes you kind of just think about what might be real and what might not be. But we're pretty sure he blew off uh, Robert De Niro's head, right? I'm, I think we can yeah. agree that <laughs> That's uh, really the, so. the biggest well, thing and, that he and did. That's the co- <laughs> and I love that that's... You know, he's both in King of Comedy and Taxi Driver, right, yeah. you know? So yeah, a little shout out. Well, yeah. I like the idea of, of sort of accidentally inspiring a revolution, you know, not not deliberately necessarily. Right. Was Just it out of his own? Not, well, it was out of his own. He was doing it for himself, himself yeah. that then everyone else sort of, mm-hmm. you know, jumped on to. It wasn't like, like yeah, he was, it was he, like he was having meetings with people or anything yeah. like that. Yeah, you know yeah I, mean? I get what you're he saying. Was, was, I think the main scene was when he sees the guy in the taxi with the Joker. And yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. And he's like, yeah, yeah, so I see what we got They're going. sort of reacting to me. In, yeah. You know, this is where I'm going. And if you want to, you know, follow, let's do this thing. You know, that yeah, kind of idea. You coming with or what? Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing this yeah. alone either way. Yeah. And then when he sort of sees his like minions at the end or yeah. whatever you want to call them, that's great. And I like how it didn't milk Batman at all. Like it actually made it better. It showed. Because you always wonder, why did Thomas Wayne and his wife go down this creepy-ass hallway, you know, this alley yeah, they did a in good job Gotham? Of explaining and, they, that, yeah. and they're like, oh, well, that's some, yeah. that's because some crazy Chaos. shit was going on. Chaos yeah. was going on, so yeah. it made more sense. I like I lo- that this was a random act. I loved how they did it. Yeah, me too. It. Me yeah. too. It was a random act, and it, it fit into Batman, and it didn't basically just gra- milk it for what it was. Like, it wasn't a Batman spinoff. It wasn't yeah, yeah. preaching sequels. Yeah, and now it dropped all that money, and now they're talking about a sequel. <laughs> well, here's the thing I said in the, in the review, and I don't want to get too deep into this, but you know, it, it it's it sets up what is Batman. If Joker, if we accept what Joker's doing to this existing crappy system, or the city's going to hell, well, who's Batman, and what's he defending if he's opposing the Joker? You know, it makes you kind of think of these ideas. Mm-hmm. You know, is he is is Batman just defending the, this corrupt system, or is it something else? You know, so I thought it, I thought it wrote, rose a lot of questions. Yeah, that's, you definitely feel sympathy. For that's the guy why it's my number with. one movie of the year, right there. <laughs> it's just, it, yeah, I mean, it's I don't know, man. This movie I I can watch over and over and over again. It's Sick as that man. Yeah, no, be. I watched it. I watched it like <laughs> I like to watch the psychopath over and over. That's, how, that's how I am with Taxi Driver. I, I, I could watch that over and over. But and you over. notice new things. <laughs> yes. And actually, I watched it three times, and the last time I watched it was last week. And I noticed the basically he kills these guys in the subway, and then there's been studies about you know serial killers and sex and everything else so he kills these guys and in his mind he just goes and runs and has sex with his neighbor right yeah so like i noticed different things like that like he got turned on by murdering these guys in the subway right and the first time i saw it i didn't think of it like that he He noticed some sort of control and power in his life that he didn't have otherwise it gave him some kind of a confidence to go do what he you know kind of act out his 
mind yeah. fantasies within his own mind. Yeah. <laughs> so. yep. He's like, I just killed these dudes I, and uh, make out with my neighbor. I know we only have two movies left to talk about. Yeah. Uh, my number four was Irishman. My number two was Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Where do you guys have? I'm flip-flopped. So... So I got number three. two is Irishman, number one Once Upon a Time. Damn, my man, I got three Once Upon a Time and one number one Irishman. Okay, okay. so let's talk How about Once Upon this? a Time. <laughs> was number one your number, number one? one Once Upon a Time for me? Okay, so your number one is Once Upon a Time. No, number one's Irishman. You're having a hard time okay. keeping up. <laughs> so we'll go let's, Once Upon a Time. Let's talk about Once Upon a Time. Let's do it. I think this might be Quentin Tarantino's best movie ever. His masterpiece, uh, arguably his best movie ever. You might want to say Pulp Fiction. He might say Reservoir Dogs. I don't know where you are, but. But I think this may be his best movie ever. It's a complete movie. It's got violence, but only at the end. I mean, he tells a, a real story yeah. and kind of a heartwarming story yeah, in a sense. Yeah. yeah, and he creates an alternative history, this little bit of alternative history. And, and once upon a time. Yeah. Right, yeah. it's a fairy tale right. of what could this, this. There was this horrible tragedy that happened that I think most of us are kind of past. You know, while that sounds horrible, you know, I mean, <laughs> except look, the family, <laughs> right? But you know, think about it. It's not. It's not living. Okay, so this isn't like say Hitler, right? We're not going back to what he did there. You know, this is a smaller thing. You know, yeah. it was it was the Manson murders. They were terrible, but uh, just this little story and maybe one of the best heroes played by Brad Pitt I've ever seen in Cliff any Booth, movie. my man. Oh. I mean, Booth is one of the best the characters ever. He's oh, ever created. Of all, all time, right? We're yeah. talking most inspiring, just love this that character. That scene of <laughs> the coolness. That, that scene of him on the Manson farm making the, the kid change his tire, beating him, saying, if you come any close, like, yep. that is just badass. Yeah, that is He neat. was the coolest dude I've ever seen. I want, Brad, right? I want Brad Pitt to cool. hold me at night. <laughs> I know. If I was going to dress up as Halloween, I would have been Cliff Booth, for yeah. sure. Oh yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean that's basically my my spiel. I this one really exceeded my expectations, yeah. and I was walking in there. Well, I don't know how was it two hours and thir- twenty. Yeah, it was like two thirty or something. So, right? It was a long. And now long they got twenty movie. minutes extra on Blu-ray. Oh really? Yeah. And you know what? I didn't mind it. I really didn't. No, it went by fast. And it looked so freaking authentic. And I, I don't know what he did there to make it seem like the time. It just felt like I was just in this universe. He was a little indulgent, but I loved all of it. Yeah, it was it felt was... like Tarantino's like, you know what? I'd really like to make a 1950s serial TV show scene. And then he makes it. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> I like it. Yeah. <laughs> and and you, know, uh, you know, you get some great acting from uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, yeah, I mean, oh. some legit stuff, you know, showing uh, the process. Yeah. I love the end when he's got he's making margaritas and he's looking at the guys. <laughs> he's in the he's, pool. He's, yeah. he's making margaritas and he's like, "What are these hippies doing?" Up <laughs> I like my when the girl driveway. comes running out. He falls. He's in the pool and he falls off his. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> great. Well, also the anti hippie thing. That's funny because most movies hippies are like the good guys, right? And this right? one, they're like the loser yeah. drags yeah. got to kill them. I love it's that. so great. So so. Yeah. Yeah, that scene on the farm with uh, Brad Pitt, I thought he was a goner. He wasn't. I'm so glad Tarantino right. did that. Because you never know what Tarantino yeah, is. Yeah. He's going to exactly. whack off any moment. And then uh, Bruce and then Lee that, thing. Sorry yeah. to. No, no. Did you hate great. on that? Who gives Loved a shit? It yeah, so it, was, it was awesome. <laughs> yeah. He's like that, a secret, secret, like Superman in a sense. Yeah. You know, he was like an under the radar, almost like um, Unbreakable. Uh, yeah. The character from that. Because he was basically like, he could kick anyone's ass and like. Mm-hmm. Who, Cliff Booth? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. He was like an, un- he was like a, like a, I don't know, I just keep saying undercover or secret, but like yeah. he was a guy that can just kill anyone. And secret do what agent. He, yeah, yeah. Well, he love- didn't get really far. He, he was a stuntman, like, un- 
he was like basically unbreakable. He couldn't like he never got famous yeah. or anything, but he was just there. I, I love he was like that, a guardian. I love yeah, that yeah. scene with him in his trailer with the dog. You know, making his own yeah. food, making the dog wait for mm-hmm. his food, and you know. and it also like that scene. Gotta train the dog. Yeah, that scene. As you know, when you watch it the second time, you see how he interacts with his dog, and then when they're just straight murking the hippies at yeah. the end, he. You yeah. know, like it, it kind of ties into how we like watch it over again and watch that scene with him yeah. and his dog, and then watch his dog's reaction at the end, and it ties in perfectly. Oh, so good. I didn't notice that till the second Cl- time. I think Cliff Booth might be the he's, one of the best uh, characters he's Tarant- ever made. Tarantino has he's made. ever made. Oh, no, forget Tarantino, one of the great characters in all of film. Dude, he's a gangster. <laughs> he's oh, a gangster. I understand it, but also Tarantino. <laughs> Yeah, and Tarantino has made a lot of great characters. <laughs> What'd you think about uh, Cliff Booth and his wife? The little, uh, <laughs> what do you think yeah. about that? That's uh, you know up uh, to interpretation. I think his wife deserved it. Uh, <laughs> right? <laughs> You're could like, have, I hope he killed her. <laughs> could have been uh, self defense, but he's so cool. No one gave a shit. <laughs> it's like if he did, eh, it's Cliff exactly. Booth. Whatever. He doesn't even care. Too. He's just like, oh, I can't get that stunt <coughs> job because I killed my wife. Eh, yeah. Whatever. But that DiCaprio scene where he has the meltdown in the uh, in the little trailer there. Oh, DiCaprio oh, is great in this too, man. He's it's fantastic. Just, yeah. it's, it sucks that Brad. Well, I mean, Brad Pitt finally is getting the recognition he deserves, and I mean, he I, might win. Yeah, I think he could actor. win supporting, which would be awesome. But Leo was just as good though, too, man. Yeah, he, he really was. I just he's not going to beat out Joaquin or or Adam Driver. No, I don't, not yeah. this year, <laughs> unfortunately not. But I'm glad Joaquin or, or um, DiCaprio already has his Oscar, so I don't yeah. have to feel bad if he doesn't win it. <laughs> um, but yeah, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, it's, is, it has to like what you're saying. It has to win production design. I mean, you yeah. really felt like you were 19. That's it was fantastic. 1969, I yep. think, and just the way they did the streets and the movie theater, like every detail, of the movies that were on there right. were from that time. Like he is just so in love with Hollywood, and like you said, it felt like more personal, yeah, than any other film he's made. Definitely, yeah. yeah it was. It was an intimate film, and Margot Robbie was really good. I don't think we it, mentioned. It her almost yet. feels like that last scene. He just felt like, all right, I have to put this film here. We go. This scene in just yeah, to dude, appease the fans. When you watch it over <laughs> the hurricane, did you notice what the what the news anchor says on the TV? No. He no, says, no, no, no. when you watch it over, he says, and now, he says something like, and now for the uncensored raw content. <laughs> he says something to that frame of mind. Oh, Don't okay. quote me, but it's something like that. And as soon as I saw that on the TV, I was like, Tarantino about to just get freaking wild right now. And of course, oh. it turned into like Kill Bill know, in there like man, real dude. quick. But it was oh. like righteous violence, though. You know, it, it was. I think it's different. It's, it, when, it's what we all wanted to see. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it's this fairy tale ending that he makes. Yeah. This like, poor that actress that Sharon got brutally Tate, murdered. Yeah. gets brutally murdered murdered while she's pregnant mm-hmm. and we're and it's like a ticking time bomb this whole movie because we're watching her this whole time thinking yeah. like oh my god she's gonna she die, die yeah. this sucks oh my god like they're just oh, building man. this up they're building it up and then Tarantino's like nah yeah, yeah. fuck that yeah. <laughs> like I'm gonna have a happy ending for these characters I really want you guys to watch it again and pay attention to what the anchor yeah. says on the TV because yeah. he puts everything in his movies for a reason yeah. and when they said that I was like shit's going down yeah. I'm just so happy because <clears throat> Hateful Eight I wasn't crazy about I liked Hateful Eight yeah. I mean I didn't hate it I just wasn't yeah. crazy about it but uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood yeah. man I had a uh, really good insight on the Cliff Booth killing the wife thing that I've just completely forgotten so it's okay it must not have been oh, that great of man. 
insight. Yeah, it was something I said. I just, was it more towards him doing it or actually? Uh, he did it, and I had a reason why something happened later in the movie that. I'm well, if you think of it, and you think it tied into know. it. Yeah. If, we, just, if you I've think of it, it, let us know. I just love how they bring the flamethrower back. Uh, from the oh, beginning of the dude, movie, right? Like, <laughs> you know, my theater clapped. He's like burning this girl to death. And they're like, yeah, the flamethrower's back, going crazy. But um, yeah, yeah, man, good it, stuff, it, man. All right, uh, so we have one more movie to talk about. Let's do it, fellas. Irishman. Irishman. The Irishman. That was your number one, Vinny. Uh, that was my number one. I heard you paint houses. Yeah. <laughs> What was your? It was your number two, Dave. Number two, buddy. <laughs> was it? it? Was I actually my, thought it was so, my number four. Uh, we have, by uh, the way, we have an episode on. Uh, well, Ben did an episode on Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and I did. Uh, we both did an episode on uh, the Irishman and the Joker. <laughs> Joker. Oh, did you? We did. You should. You should listen to the show. You might get a lot of uh, <laughs> some good, <laughs> some good talk there. Yeah, you might get <laughs> you some. Might learn gra- gra- uh, just life altering views on movies. Uh, so this is your number one, Vinny. Why the Irishman? This is my number one. Martin Scorsese, first time working with Al Pacino, bringing back Joe Pesci out of retirement. Got Robert De Niro. Uh, another mob movie, but also it's kind of like Goodfellas in Silence in One. Um, you, th- it starts off with uh, kind of like a Goodfellas vibe, and. You get the the music cues, and you get the 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 fast pace. You know, basically the the kind of like Goodfellas, and then all of a sudden the music stops, and right. things get spiritual, and you notice, and, and it basically shows what would happen to like what would happen to the family of a hitman, and how it affects everybody else, and how you have to live with your decisions. And Goodfellas never showed that. Casino never showed that. And I feel like it's definitely his more his most mature gangster movie yeah and um yeah it, the de-aging was a little distracting at first for me was it was it bad for you guys uh, a little bit uh at first um actually when you when you look at al pacino in real life his de-aging is the best yeah definitely yeah because al, P- al pacino is not you know he's he doesn't look as old as de niro looks or uh, Pesci looks or yeah. anything like that, but but uh, three and a half hour gangster epic about you know <laughs> Frank Sheeran who came out. I think he was the only one. Him and the Iceman that came out and said that they killed Hoffa. They scratched the Iceman because they didn't have any proof. But this is the story of um, not really necessarily the death of Jimmy Hoffa, but just Frank Sheeran in general and um, how it affect everybody. What do you got, what do you got to say there, Dave? Yeah, absolutely. I mean. It- it shows it's almost a cautionary tale or almost a why the hell did we did we create this life you know maybe us italians it's funny that you just said why because his daughter has one sentence in the whole freaking movie and she says why Mm -hmm. why didn't you call his wife and the reason is is because he was honestly no different than any other guy he never called any of the wives of any other guy he's ever (laughs) killed and it's funny that you just said why because scorsese has a reason that her first word that she speaks three hours in the movie is why yeah and in that scene of him calling his wife is just oh brutal oh man but that movie has so many layers that you don't notice until you watch it multiple times well one of the interesting things is that he's not uh, we said this I said this on the review we both said this on the review the Frank Sheeran character Robert De Niro he's not just some kid off the street like saying Goodfellas who wants to hustle and make his way up this guy was a soldier Mm -hmm. and he just stayed a soldier and he just followed orders and did the things that he did which which were horrific but yeah, this why, this 
what was this all for? And, you know, throughout the movie, you get this, you know, you see someone shake hands with someone, and then the movie stops and says, oh, he got his head blown off in 1981. Christ, what is this life? Why Everybody are we doing dies. this? Yeah, I like that he did that. Scorsese did that. Yeah. Every single character you interact with is like, got like shot a, five times in the chest, right. died. It, it's like a running tragedy, yeah. right, throughout the whole film. That's what I mean about layers. Even when he has this flashback where he's talking about the, the army guys that are basically... The guys that uh, in World War II, I think it was, where yeah, yeah. they're basically digging their own grave. Right, and right. that was Those a metaphor POWs. for him. Yeah. He's digging his own grave. Yeah. And he said, I never understood why they, they dig their own graves. That's what he's been doing the whole movie. Right. That's what I mean about layers with that. Every time you watch it, you notice something different. He's yeah. waiting for someone to give him forgiveness, right? That's why he's staying alive. He's waiting for That's why he keeps that door open. Mm-hmm. Right, it's essentially in his own grave, waiting for someone to maybe let him out of his misery, give him absolution, and he won't get it. He's never going to get it. The priest can't help him. No one can help him. Yeah, God love you. If God could do nope. something for you, but I don't think that's going to help. Just him. leave, <laughs> just leave the door open for me when you when you walk out. Yeah, you know, with and the pictures of his daughters in his yeah. in his lap. And yeah. he talks to the other daughter. She's like, "You sucked. You were terrible. And like we knew what you were doing, right? You know." And just the acting in this movie. I mean, Joe, Joe Pesci, Pesci. Oh. Out, of, out of retirement, so reserved, but just yeah, so and the non-manic, af- yeah, oh, but just so effective. Yeah. The, the, I just think the facial expressions. Yeah, I think it's between him and Brad Pitt for best supporting actor. Uh, but at the same time, I mean, Al Pacino turned out a great performance as well. He did. I thought he was I'm great as Jimmy That's Hoffa. It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ice oh, where's my ice cream? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're never gonna do that. Oh, they wouldn't dare. Oh man, they wouldn't dare. Oh, yeah, they would, that was a good. That scene. was one of my yeah, critiques, though, scene. as I I went through a whole thing. But it's where they're going back and forth about. Uh, it is what it is. It is what it is. And then, you know, Hoffa's not shutting up. And then telling Hoffa he's got to shut up and, you know, going around going around and around and around. I guess they, I mean, they gave him ample opportunity. Shut up. Stop making trouble, right? But, but yeah, I mean, wow. It's amazing all this. This I said on the review, this is recent history. This isn't like right. you know, 100 years ago or something. Mm-hmm. This is just like a generation or two ago that this yeah. stuff was real. And it all went... Everyone died, and it all got busted up and destroyed, and it's just crazy. You know, where did all that money go? Where did all that... What happened to all that stuff, you know? Like, you couldn't... I'm almost, like, sad for it, in a sense. We're like, just be somewhat legitimate. And I think that's almost like what what Hoffa was like. Yeah, I'll be a little dirty here, but we've got a, we've got a thing. You know, I'm helping out my union guys, and if it means i got to bend a few rules, take some cash here or there, all right, that's fine, let's do that, but let's not be thugs and right. blow each other's heads off kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, I think it was also kind of like, because people criticize Goodfellas for glorifying this life. Yeah. And I feel like it was Scorsese showing that these men shouldn't be glorified. Right. Honestly, almost to himself. Like the movie, if you look at Goodfellas, Casino, and then The Irishman, I think it's like a great trilogy. Well, and also, yeah, because I mean, also in Goodfellas, you know, it ends with him just being like, I'm just an old schmuck. You know, I'm just a regular old schmuck. Yeah, but, here yeah. I am. You know, I, I lived this whole life, and here I am. Just egg noodles and ketchup is what I get when I order, <laughs> you know, spaghetti and mozz- you know, spaghetti and marinara. <laughs> you know, it's, uh, you know, it, and then that's what at the end of uh, Irishman, he is an old man just can you leave the door open for me yeah. you know it's uh, and i think it's the, to vinny's point though it is to sh- shut the door of this idea that there's a glorification right. of this life because the life is shit and it right. only ends in shit and everything yeah. anything you get is temporary 
And you know, at best, you get a little bit of success and a little bit of taste of the good life. And you know, you get some good meals, and some people wait on you or whatever. And then you walk out the street and you get your head blown off. Great. Yeah. I mean, and if you survive, you got no family left because <laughs> yeah, right? they don't want nothing to do with you. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Why? Why did? Why did they do that? You why? Know? Why do we do this? Why? And Frank Sheeran, dude, if you if you listen to some of the interviews, they're so detailed. Oh yeah, like this. They say this might be a lie, and you know, oh, he died this, he died this. This guy gives details, bro, this movie, and it's like, I don't think he's lying. Uh, De Niro says, I believe, well, I mean, that's I, I believe movie, it. but I uh, mean, New Yorkers and everybody knows, oh, he's buried under a giant, giant stadium. stadium. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, there's, he's always connected <laughs> he to was the mob. Di- he died in my hometown, bro, Detroit. Detroit. The movie's wrong. He was buried under a giant stadium. <laughs> the movie's wrong. Either way, the mob, either way, the mob got him. That's yeah. true. That's true. But Man. yeah, but a lot of history here. A little bit overindulgent, you know. With the with the, like the Kennedy, uh, that could have been uh, cut a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah it could have been cut a little bit. Some of that, but um, and uh, but you know, I loved it. Pesci, De Niro. Overall, for 2019, though, I mean, I think you could say this is pretty good a year. Uh, I think we all loved the movies we brought up, especially Shazam. Um, yeah, Shazam was great. Santa Claus. Klaus and Shazam. <laughs> I, uh, I love who I've become. All right. My number... Uh, I'm going to... Dave, don't erase anything. Uh, I, have good. My, I haven't crossed anything. My yet. number 10, Rocket Man. Number 9, Parasite. Number 8, Rise of Skywalker. Number 7, Uncut Gems. Number 6, Knives Out. Number 5, Marriage Story. Number 4, The Irishman. Number 3, Jojo Rabbit. Number 2, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And number 1, Joker. Excellent. Uh, want me to go next? Yes. All right, number 10, uh, Just As You, Rocket Man. Number 9, John Wick 3. Number 8, Klaus Kloss. Number 7, Parasite. Number 6, Star Wars. Vinny hated it. Number 5, Shazam. Ben's loving that one. Number 4, Uncut Gems. Adam Sandler, just do more serious stuff. Come on, man. Right? You just do just do one yeah, every just other. Do, one. do your shit movie where you make a lot of money and do no work and then just put in a little the bit Netflix of Netflix yeah. originals. <laughs> yeah. uh, number 3, Joker. Number 2, The Irishman. And number 1, maybe the greatest Quentin Tarantino movie ever, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Vinny? Vinny, what do you got, buddy? Number 10, Us. Number 9, Peanut Butter Falcon. Number 8, Knives Out. Number 7, Endgame. Number 6, The Lighthouse. Number 5, Joker. Number 4, Marriage Story. Number 3, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Number 2, Parasite. And number 1, Irishman. Excellent. There we go. We're all pretty, you know, once we get into the upper echelons, we're we're there. Yeah. I mean, if we had made this a you know top best three, we basically have to we basically <laughs> <laughs> Joker, Once Upon a Time, and Irishman. I think we're both in uh, right. all three of our top five. Yeah. So. Our cobbles were at the bottom. Yes, there we go. All right, folks. Well, that is it. That is 2019 <laughs> in the books. Yes, I think we this did episode it. was as long as the year. I know. <laughs> Wasn't and, that uh, long? <laughs> our next episode, we'll be looking forward to 2020, saying our uh, most anticipated movies of the year. Absolutely. And I uh, can't wait for that. Uh, Vinny, it's been a pleasure as always. Always, man. See and you next year. <laughs> ben, can we just end the year? Yeah, can we we'll, end the we'll, show? We'll can go we ahead and end get the, the hell show. out of here? Find, find us on Twitter at just Blockbuster find us, Cast. Yeah. 
at BC Court is where I'm at. Eight, d- at Dave underscore Quist is where you can find him at. And we would Twitter. love it if you guys would uh, go on to iTunes and Dave, leave us can we end the show? positive review. Five stars and a uh, three-page detailed review as required. <laughs> three, three, page. three whole pages. <laughs> I, I don't care if it's three words at this point. You know, Just uh, give us a review. Just submit the draft to me and I'll yeah. review it. So uh, There's no <laughs> quick honorable mentions for you guys? Uh, oh, yeah. We want to mention a couple. Um, yeah. What, so, do, what do you yeah, got, Benny? We got honorables. Go ahead, Benny. Yeah. I got Good Boys. Uh, didn't see it. The The Nightingale. Did you see that? I did not. I hear it's great. Disturbing as hell. Great. Gets under your skin. Um, the King on Netflix. Did you see it? I have not. I did. Uh, what did you think? This is the one with uh, Chris Pine. Oh, is that no, you're walking? thinking the kingdom. Timothy Chalamet. Oh, no, I didn't see that. Sorry. No, check it out, man. Okay. Netflix original. Uh, and then I got Judge Me. Don't Judge Me. Crawl. Thought it was a well-made little creature feature, wow. man. Nice. You can't talk shit. No, I'm not talking Mr. Mr. Klaus. Uh, <laughs> no no my, words came out of my mouth. <laughs> my honorable mention, Art of Self-Defense with uh, Jesse Eisenberg. Uh, if you haven't seen that, check see it out. It. Endgame, which we already talked about. Peanut Butter Falcon, which we already talked about. And A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood mm. uh, with Tom Hanks. I thought that was uh, it was a very heartwarming and uh, very easy watch. No, thank you. Um, I just have two, which is El Camino and Spider-Man. I saw a lot of movies this year, but those are the the, the, uh, the shortlisters. Spider-Man wasn't bad. He's yeah. like, I don't want to watch Marriage Story. Too, too depressing. <laughs> yeah. Day in the right. neighborhood? Nah, no, not either. Too happy. <laughs> too happy. <laughs> too, not too sad. Not too happy. I don't know. I'm trying to find. A, I'm working on a sweet spot. That's what, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, that is it for us. Uh, for Vinny. For Dave. Bad. I'm bad. Just end it. And as always, <laughs> grab some popcorn. Grab some snacks. We'll catch you guys at the movies.